right, is urine good for your skin? That is so disgusting. Why we Claims that putting your own urine on your face, dubbed urotherapy, can help uh-huh. reduce the appearance of acne, uh-huh. eczema, and other skin uh-huh. conditions. No, 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 no. That's why they make <laughs> things that are expensive for your face. So you don't have to put Actually, urine on it. you know, it may be urine. We just don't know. Soften them by putting them in cheese. That's true. In cheese? Like not like in cheese, it's but like, like, like a, a ziploc. Like, like you put it in a ziploc bag, like a slice of cheese or a block of cheese, and it takes the hardness out, and they become soft. Um, Life tip. So it's just a hard ass cookie. It is a really you could have a bite of one, couldn't you? It's 120 calories per cookie. Per serving. And How much serving. is a serving? <laughs> what is a serving? Oh, five cookies. <laughs> five cookies. So uh, one twenty divided by five is mm-hmm. what? 10, 15? Oh, about thirty calories a piece. Twenty five, twenty five ish calories yeah. a piece. That's not bad. That's not bad at all. You want to try a cookie? Yes. Oh my goodness. Give me one of these ginger snaps. Twenty four calories per cookie. Oh, it smells bad. <laughs> <laughs> what are you eating? <laughs> <laughs> it smells weird. Well, you're not allowed a ginger snap cookie. They live in the south. I don't know. My dad's from the north. Oh. Uh, they've been around since what, like 1914 or something? Like right there with root beer. <laughs> this is the oddest cookie I've it ever had. It is very had. odd, but I love um, like I don't know. My grandmother <laughs> is just gonna eat them. So weird. <laughs> oh, it's like a childhood thing. Mm. Oh. Okay. With root beer. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know. That explains how you could like such an awful thing. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and you're a child. If you have an emotional connection to this cookie, I can see it. But mm. well, I do. I'm going to eat the rest of it, though. <laughs> Give it here, Jeanette. Oh, it is. <laughs> I'm hungry. It doesn't have a spice to it, you know? It is. It is. But ginger, I didn't realize ginger had that spice. I, mean, I didn't say it was terrible. I just said it was off. It is definitely off. I'm going to eat it. <laughs> I didn't realize ginger had the spice though until we got the ginger Ooh. tea and then the ginger um, thingy. Mm. Ooh. You guys ready? Candy. It's ginger. Oh, I thought we were recording. Ready? Yeah, let's go. All right, and welcome back to There's Only One Tree Hill podcast that matters. Oh, and, and it's this one. one. Yes, it is. I'm Winston. I'm Jeanette. Oh, and I'm Jamia. And each week we meet and discuss the latest episodes in our binging of uh, WB turned CW series One Tree Hill. Uh, I guess nowadays it feels like that's the only time we see each other is when we, uh... Yeah, it is. It really is. We've just come to that conclusion. Um, but, you know, it doesn't make it any less enjoyable for our listeners. Um, so, yeah. We're back for, uh, talking about some more episodes, right? We're talking about episodes six Six, and seven. seven. That's right. 
six, and seven. Number right. six, or was it? Um, I forgot. I can't read my handwriting. Locked hearts and hand grenades. Oh, I actually wrote that. Yeah. I always get the title of number seven confused though. Let's see. Champagne for my real friends. Real pain for my sham friends. Right. Oh, I didn't even write that down. All it said on Netflix was real pain for... Yeah, it's Champ Friends. Okay. Well, I guess it cut it off. It's the title of a song, but I, was like, I, always, I always, for some reason, say champagne for my real friends, champagne for my real... from a from a sham friends or something. I was getting okay. to the second part, but... It's an odd, long title. But yeah, that's what we're talking about. We're talking about those episodes. First, we're going to start with episode six, Locked Heart and Hand Grenades. Locked Ooh. Hearts. I got to say, I really enjoyed this episode, by the way. Oh, I did too. You did? Oh, yay. Um, okay, this episode was written by James Stochero and Chad Fiveash. Hmm, weird. Directed by Marita Grabiak, maybe? Or or Grabiak. But I, I decided to go for Grabiak because she's a foreign temptress. That's who she is. Um, the original air date was uh, November 9th, 2005. Pick a guy and he's yours. Brooke's fantasy boy draft sparks trading and scheming for the right to date Nathan, Lucas, Skills, even Mouth. <laughs> Dan must deal unfairly, of course, with a surprise may- mayoral opponent. Yeah. That's an odd word to say. Um, can I just say, I wish I would have had a boy draft in high school. That would have been fun. Oh, no. so a fantasy boy draft? It's fun. I had a list of guys to pick from, too. So. Oh, my God. Wasn't there this one that we... I had names for them. Oh, that's what I was like. What, the pineapple. The pineapple. The pineapple. And the, I think where there was a, there was something else. I think there might have been a pear at some point. A pear? I think so. The boat. I don't get it. <laughs> we had so many names for so many people. Just, on, just oh, my gosh. The what was a wolf goat. <laughs> Obviously, that's what woke me. Jimmy didn't know. No, no one. Knows. And that was that weirdo that worked at Baskin Robbins. Robin so like, like he could like, kill somebody. Yeah, he looked like a wolf and a goat. Come so on. we called him the woke. Yeah. God, we were so creative back then. We just we would just sat out there and watch him. After we got we our, called him our, creepy, <laughs> but we were creepy to watch. Yeah, we were. Our ice cream and our chili cheese fries yeah. from Crystal. And that guy it turned out to be my friend's roommate eventually. I think I told you about that because yeah. she used to work at Baskin Robbins yeah. and he moved in with her for a short period of time. And I was like, it's the woke. It's the woke. I actually got to like meet the woke. It's all okay. the woke. Okay. All right. Anyway. It was good times. Good times. Um, I just, I really loved this episode. I thought it was fun. It was fun. I thought the idea of a fantasy boy draft was fun. It's no different than having, like, you know, your elevator list or whatever, you know? Well, except for they, these are real people, real boys, but. They're living. Yeah. Um, as you know, this is kind of, we kind of up with the news report from the brawl at Madness. Mm Mm-hmm. And Whitey had no comment about it. Except now, J- Jim now. And yeah. his comment is like, Jim now, suicide now. Yeah, move. <laughs> so he's going to be hard on them. Yeah, he's like, you that, owe a obviously. debt, payback is a bitch. But <laughs> <laughs> I was like, was the local news? Would the local news really pick up something like yes. that? I mean, it's Tree Hill. It's, it's not Hill. like. Basketball. Yeah, Ball is Life. Remember, they, they were. Dan they, was talking about how great that banner would look. Ball is Life, remember? Ball is Life. Um, So. 
Uh, what do you want to do talk about? Do we want to start with Dan and Deb? Let's, yeah, we just get them out of the way. Because they're, that's pretty short. Yeah, with Dan pissing in the pool. Because that's what we come oh. to next. <laughs> oh, it was gross. That was, I didn't even know what the hell was happening. Yeah, I had to rewind it because he didn't know what was, was going like, on. Oh my gosh, he's admiring the pool. <laughs> You can see that stream that just yeah, started. I did not. Well, like, realistically, is it really that bad? I don't, I mean, I'm, I'm just wondering because, I mean, like, it was. it's a pretty big pool, right? right? And I'm like, I'm pretty sure Dan can't pee enough in the pool or, like, the whole pool is infected because I'm sure the chlorine. I was going to say well, the chemicals. That's what chlorine yeah. is for, right? Yeah. To kill all that shit. Yeah. Bad stuff yeah, the bad that could stuff. get in there. And I've heard that pee is good for you. Um, like, like if you like having a baby pee on your feet makes them softer or something like that, yeah. <laughs> like, uh, or like they, like pee, baby pee makes your skin softer. So I know that if you get stung by a jellyfish, mm-hmm. you're supposed to have pee someone on like it. Yeah. yes. And I know that is like a good thing, but that's the only thing I've heard <laughs> that could be a benefit. Actually, we live in the age of golden showers. That was on an episode of What Would You Do, and Do You Think You Would Survive? <laughs> Yeah. Would you let somebody pee on you? No. That, they actually said not to on that show. Um, not they did. To, but they I thought that did. was the thing to do. I, that, that was on there. Siri, should someone pee on me to save me from a jellyfish sting? That is so disgusting. That is so disgusting. <laughs> and then the baby's peeing on your feet. Siri, no, does pee nice. save you what from a jellyfish sting? No, no, she didn't. Siri, does pee save you from a jellyfish sting? She's not getting it. She's not getting it. I mean, That's an odd request. It is. It's Hey, weird. computer. Maybe you say urine, Winston. What? Have you not asked her, but hey, Batman? Wait, wait. Um, ask her what? I already activated that bitch a long time ago. Oh. No, she did not. Oh, yes, is urine did. good no. for jellyfish things? It says factor read it. urinating on jellyfish things is effective. Tr- Siri, can you read me the first results for is urine good it says for... It worked on Monica on Friends? Ugh. It did. I don't talk to my phone. I don't want to talk to my phone. Really? You don't ask it? Hey, computer. It says Monica agreed to try the treatment and it worked. Unfortunately, in the real world, treating a jellyfish thing by urinating on it may actually cause someone in Monica's situation even more pain rather than relief. You can actually aggravate the jellyfish stingers into releasing more venom. Okay, so don't do that, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, is urine good for your skin? That is so disgusting. Oh, wow. Claims that putting your own urine on your face, dubbed urotherapy, can help uh-huh. reduce the appearance of acne, uh-huh. eczema, and other skin uh-huh. conditions. No, 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 no. That's why they make <laughs> things that are expensive for your face. So you don't have to put actually, urine on it. you know, it may be urine. We just don't know. That's just gross. You yeah. know, I heard, actually, what was that? There's some famous expensive cream. And it was like a cow's, I don't know. Oh, my God. Well, there's an article on Vice that I'm going to have to save for later. What wiping pee on my face did for my acne. Okay. Does anyone <laughs> out there have acne? And if you do, put some urine on it no, and, and let us know if it has no. any benefits for you. 
Moving on. Okay, so <laughs> she, so um, oh, but we find out Dan is peeing in the uh, his own ass, in his own pool. He peed in the pool because all the toilets on his side of the house are clogged. Yes. Yeah. And she, thanks to them. She was like, "Oh, really?" So Deb's like, "Oh yeah, I'm just gonna go on a morning swim," and he's like, "Great, you're in for a treat." Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, but. I don't even think she'll notice. Yeah. Chlorine, yeah. unless she dies right in that particular spot. And Her skin will just be smooth. Water. And then they didn't do the oh. color thing until later on, right? Because I know now the pools are. Yeah. It changed the blue. Oh, yeah, probably, yeah. Really? Yeah. Just to humiliate the poor kids who pee. Just say no to public pools, everybody. <laughs> so Karen goes, uh, Deb and Karen are at the house and. Mm-hmm. Um, so she tells Karen that she clogged the toilet um, on Dan's side. Yeah, so now he's even more full of shit than usual. Ha, ha, ha. So then does Karen have her new signs right she now? She does have She's her like, signs. Oh, look at my new sign. Row, 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 row. row. So childish. You might as well be drinking some juice. <laughs> that is her platform. That's her campaign platform. Read my sign. I like care about the children. <laughs> She's all about the children and childish oh, things and so it's like, haha. So she has cute. her little tiny ass sign. She puts it in the window, oh. and then Dan has a truck pull up with his face on it. I know. And it's like, it just parked right in front of I was like, is that a bus? I thought it was a bus. It's, it's just a, a I guess it's just a truck that but just it, drives through with the sign on it. They right. Have those. They have those. Um, and then, yeah, it was just, and, and then Deb's like, you're going to need a bigger sign. Yeah. <gasps> no shit. Oh my gosh. Um, but, you know, Dan's got the big books. Yeah. So. So. Basically. Um. What happens there? Oh, Dan goes to Lucas. Right. And I uh, asked him to uh, to to tell his mom to back out the race. Right. Oh, yeah. Well, you know he's training at this point, and, yeah. and Dan's like, "You're looking tired. Maybe you don't have the heart for this." Yeah. Oh, like, ha, how clever! He's just full of all the puns. <laughs> he is. You're in for a treat. You don't have the heart of it. Mm-hmm. And then Dan puts laxatives in Dan's coffee. Oh my goodness. She Which. Does. She didn't even really try to hide it. Like, she put it inside the coffee cup. Yeah. But what I noticed is when she had her hand on the refrigerator, she still had the coffee cup with the laxatives, like, just directly in his line of sight. You know? He's not paying attention. No. But at she all. would think he would be. I mean, they're at war. But he's like, gotta run. He's like, Dad's like, I'll bet. <laughs> I'm like, all oh, the puns. Crap. The puns. I love their puns. Um, so... Uh, he goes to, I guess, talk Karen about he, the yeah, polls. The, did you see the recent mm-hmm. polls? And um, so then he gets. Do you, you, have, the, do you have a bathroom? Okay, yeah. Well, of course well, she has a bathroom. Yeah. Like, she's like, do you have the respect? What? Right. I think he. She was asking. Yeah. Do you have the respect of the community? I think they were. Oh, I think yeah. they were going back and forth, and he was like, oh, I gotta go to the bathroom. Yeah. And yeah. I was really hoping she said no. You can't use my bathroom. I was hoping it. I was just like, say no. Well, say no. I was gonna say she could have used her right to refuse service. Well, she did it, once it seemed like he was gonna be sick. That's kind of what it looked like to me. The way well, he kind of I think reacted. it's more that jerk, like, oh, I gotta clench my oh. booty cheeks together. Okay, well, <laughs> like, I don't think she really got that at the time. I don't think she so did rather that. than clean it up in her cafe and close uh-huh. it down, uh-huh. I think uh-huh. she needs to let him use the bathroom. Uh-huh. He could have went out on the side of that damn floor oh with his face. God. Um, so Gross. then Karen talks to Lucas later on about the election, and she was like, I don't have the money, but I raised a decent son and have businesses and. Voters will see that. He's like, is yeah. it worth it? Yeah, because he was talking to her about the sign being out front. Yeah. Why don't you just have it towed or something? Mm-hmm. She was like, sometimes you just have to work harder. So yeah. Lucas is like, oh, and he 
yeah. takes it as his cue to work harder. Because yeah. he's going through some stuff. Yeah. Well, Dan goes negative. He does. He shows the video of Karen throwing the chair through the With her bomb. With her bomb. With her bomb going. With the bomb and the fire of Brimstone. I know. <laughs> Which is genius it on is his genius. part. It's like he had that. And the camera was right there. Yeah. Like it was directly nice thing. Yeah. So really it's like, really? I mean, does she really have a good chance after people see that? Because that just makes her look like a crazy bitch. It does look like a crazy bitch. So, like, why is this woman throwing a chair through this window? Well, she said. Then in the end of that, I'm Dan Scott, and I approve this message. It's like, ah, that's hilarious. So, going negative. Is it working? Not really. Um, A little bit. But anyway, so then. They wait for Dan's billboard to get towed or whatever it is. Yeah. Yeah, he does. At the end, Karen and Dan. Yes. That's really what happens with Like, she gave the woman coffee. I thought it was a man. Or man. Don't remember. I I think it was a man. Never mind. And he had a Karen wrote bumper sticker. I did see that, yeah. So she had money to get bumper stickers, but not bigger signs, so. That sign's ridiculous. (laughs) (laughs) Row, row, row your boat. And it was stuck outside of her business, like, for a long time. He just left it there. So every time you look out her window, you see his big old head. Yeah. Uh So let's just talk about this all-encompassing boy draft and everything around it. Okay. Okay. Um, So we had Haley and Nathan at the beginning. Mm Mm-hmm. Um... And she's basically trying to advocate for him to become friends again. And he's not really into it, which, you know, whatever. So he's like, you're a cheerleader now? And it's like, yeah, I'm just helping out Brooke, you know, whatever. So like, is that a problem? And I wrote down, is that a, is that okay? No games? And he's like, like, oh, he said I'm not interested in playing games or something like cause that. Because she, pre- he's like, you don't have to pretend to bump into me. Yeah. that was kind of obvious. And he's like, I don't want to play any games. She was like, kind of like you pushing me to play with Chris Keller. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so then uh, Peyton and Brooke kind of talk about Rachel and how she's stealing the squad and her boyfriend and her move. Yeah, Brooke's naked in the back seat move. And so then uh, Peyton just tells her to tell Lucas that she's sorry or that she and that she wants to be exclusive because mm-hmm. she thinks she may really mess things up with Lucas telling him everything that she felt. Which is true. You think she did? No, I'm saying. Well, I'm sorry. I feel that. Well, no, I'm not. You think she should apologize? I do. Yeah. Well, that was kind of demanding. And, you know. Which she does apologize. And she does, yeah. And she tells him that she does have feelings for him. Mm-hmm. And Lucas is like, I, would, I want to be that guy for you. Yeah, if you just like, let me be. Yeah. Just like, ugh. And Lucas is putting out flyers for his fantasy basketball league. She sounds awful. I never really understood yeah. the point of fantasy leagues. I don't get it. Like, I don't get it. I think a fantasy boy draft makes more sense than a fantasy basketball league. Because with basketball, you have to just, like, picking players and points and yeah, all uh, other weird stuff. But I don't care enough about sports to no. go that way. <laughs> I would never do that. And so, um, did the fight already? No. No. But Brooke is like, I am interested in choosing from a list of guys. Or something like that. Hot guys. Yeah, she makes some kind of comment. She was just like, but... What else should I? And he was like, "What else should I fantasize about?" He's like, "He's like, I have no girlfriend." She's like, "So you guys just sit around and fantasize about a bunch of hot guys?" Uh-huh. And so he was like, "Well, I don't have a girlfriend, so what else should I fantasize about?" Uh-huh. And um, so then Bevan and Ashley are fighting over guys. Right. So. And Rachel is like, "You can you blame them? They they wanted they just want to be just like Brooke." Uh huh. Mm-hmm. They saw you really get funny. you know get into a fist fight at 
madness and said, I but, want to be just like you. Oh, then she's like, but that would mean a trip to Goodwill. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, she did not. <laughs> she oh, did. my goodness. She and did. Goodwill is not a bad place to buy clothes, y'all. I've gotten some brand new things from Goodwill. Goodwill's not all bad. Yeah. What is that? Yeah. What? what? Nothing. Look now, when you don't want to pay $50 for a pair of jeans, you might end up going to the Goodwill and getting some perfectly good ones for five. Okay. Okay, so who's, I have something about Do y'all have something against Goodwill? No! And used clothing? No, because we go to play those closet all the time. We're used to. What's the difference? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think there is a difference. There really. isn't a difference. <laughs> Alright, y'all. <laughs> no! There's nothing wrong with getting clothes from Goodwill. I mean, I haven't even done it in a long time. No, there's nothing a, against there's it. There's nothing wrong with it. Like, people out there, if you get clothes from Goodwill, there's nothing wrong. You can actually find it. I used to buy blazers from Goodwill. Yeah. Yeah, because they're pretty cheap. You can find them really cheap. You can find, like, really good stuff. And I have I bought a pair of pants, like, workout pants with the tag still attached. Like, it was brand yeah, new. Yeah, because people just, some people just give stuff to give stuff because they yeah. want more. Or well, because they, they want to get anymore, that, no. that donation exemption for yeah, the taxes. So. Exactly. So, um, mm-hmm. so then Whitey comes and breaks it up, the fight. He's like, all right, Paris and Nicole. Yeah. And he's just like, oh. me and Principal Turner got together. One more fight like this and no more squad. So Brooke freaks out. She's like, squad meeting now. So we got to get a hold of this. And so then she was just like, well, what's, Rachel's like, well, what's your plan? Like, what are you going to do? So, Brooke has an out for an idea. Yeah, yeah. No, she but... sees the flyer. She's like, fantasy play draft. So, basically, once you pick a guy, he's off limits for the season. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you violate the rules, you're kicked off the squad. And Brennan's like, well, that's it? Like, what's, what's she's like, I was like, what's to stop us from sending the guy? She's like, you're kicked off the squad, and I'll tell all these little nasty little secrets. Oh, I know yes. About all you guys. But I was like, that what did she funny. possibly know about Rachel? Nothing, Nothing at this point. I'm sure maybe she should... But Rachel would get kicked off the squad. Yeah. I mean, so. okay. Um, and she was like, you, you, can trade, you can trade draft picks at any time that you want. Um, mm-hmm. And it's really up to you what happens after you pick a guy. Yeah. Um, right. And I, I, she, called, she called Haley trial separation girl. Did she? Yeah. She said, all right, trial separation girl. Oh, my gosh. Um... So they have the numbers on a compact. Yes. And it's, you know, they just start Pulling picking them. out of out of that little bag. So Peyton's got number one. Yes. What does she say? She said something funny like, congrats, P. Sawyer, on yeah. number one. And Brooke got number two. two. Yeah. Bevan has three. Haley, four. And Rachel has five. And Rachel's that's the only five. one they, they told us about. They told right. us anybody else's. Because well, they don't matter. Yeah, they don't <laughs> They're matter. background fodder. They don't care. They couldn't even make it believable that somebody else got another pick ahead of any of these people. Mm-hmm. But um, so then in class, Brooke is passing around her draft pick notes to Peyton. Mm-hmm. Which I told her. Do y'all remember doing that in school? Passing notes. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. They try to read them without getting caught. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But Brooke, you can't pass notes if you're in the front of the car. I know, like really? Oh my god, that's so obvious. It's so obvious. What she dropped it? Right? Yeah. Well, Peyton threw Peyton it back it. and it dropped. Peyton's like, get the shit out of my face, you know, I'm learning. Well, here. I'm like, why does why does Brooke have more than one guy on her draft pick? If they're only getting, if they're only picking one guy per person, one, two, and three choice. Didn't okay. they? Because we only ever heard them talk about their one. No, I'm saying, like, if someone gets your one. Brooke has second pick. Who else is going to pick Lucas? Uh, 
At this point, who else is going to pick Lucas? Not Peyton? I mean, I didn't say that to make sense. So then she gets caught, and then Rachel comes to her defense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, talking about the uh, case of New Jersey versus TLO. Search and seizure. Yeah, because the teacher acts for the... Which, according to some trivia I found, oh. Rachel makes reference to New Jersey versus TLO, saying that a search of a student's property is unlawful. However, this is false, and the Supreme Court decided the exact opposite right. of what she stated. So, huh. mm-hmm. It's like a note. It's not like you're going through their purse, yeah. like a backpack, yeah. like a yeah. personal belongging. This is just a piece of paper that's floating around class. But the teacher, I'm sure, didn't know. And she no. sounded confident no. when she said it. Yeah. <laughs> she did. She was like, whatever. Maybe that was the point. Maybe she knew she was wrong, but she was I'm just sure trying. we'll find out. But, you know, to have a kid, you know, like, yeah. do School that you? to you. Yeah. And, you know, when you not say, you know, like, oh, I'm she's really a jackass? Yes, I think so. Would you? I don't think she was a jackass. What, the teacher? Bro, I'm a Rachel. Rachel. How many of the people in your classes would have actually said something like that? A, a couple. Were they jackasses? No, they just probably didn't want their stuff confiscated. Okay, the people that I know that would have said they were jackass or smart asses. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, that's just what I think. But really, the teacher should have been like, you're getting detention. <laughs> exactly. Regardless, you know, like, you know, either way, I don't need it, you're still getting detention. Because yeah. yeah. she was the teacher. Mm-hmm. So. But, you know, what if you're an insecure teacher? So Lucas, you know, it's like, sweet legal moves. Yeah. And, um, and Brooke's all mad about yeah, it. She's like, why are you? Don't associate with her, naked or otherwise. <laughs> and uh, so then he's like, why? So how's it come with your boy draft or whatever? And he's like, I can spot a draft list from far away. And I'm like, I, I, I really doubt that's what a typical draft list I know. of yours looks like. It's just like a list of boys. <laughs> like, how did he get that? Yeah. From, oh, he's no. Lucas. He's a lurker. He's lurking. <laughs> He's lurking he's again. His, he's improved his eyesight. By Apparently so. He's eating some more carrots. He can lurk <laughs> Oh, something for me to lurk about. I swear, that's all he does. He's nosy as anything. He is nosy, nosy and lurky. So then Rachel goes to Peyton and tries to give her a CD. Yeah. Um, some no effects CD? bootleg. Oh, like, she's really? like, Brooke is my friend. I can't betray Brooke. Oh. And Rachel's like, I'm just offering you a CD. It doesn't mean that you're, that, you know. That, that you're betraying yeah. Brooke. So. And she mm-hmm. was just like, I thought you were into me. Or something like that. She's like, about that tackle, I just thought yeah. you were into me. Right. Because See, I, I heard, heard the rumors. rumors. Oh, so funny. These Anna rumors are never going to die. No, never. Um, and then she says something about, I didn't think anyone else was that screwed up, you know. Yeah, to Someone be like punk. punk. So then Peyton is like, no, I can't. And then Rachel's kind of at the locker and Peyton comes right by and grabs it. Because, you know, I guess if it's a if it's a bootleg, it's something that, you know, she's never probably heard before. You know, that's yeah. limited. I was, I like what she said. Um, I'm, she was like, I'm just letting you borrow a damn CD. You know, yeah. everything else yeah. is your baggage. Yeah. And I was like, that I love. I absolutely love that about her. I kind of like Rachel because she has no, she has no filter. Mm-hmm. Um, but she, you can also tell she's kind of aware that she's kind of come in and is kind of like the pariah, you know what I mean? So she's trying to mend fences. So it's like she puts off this facade that she doesn't care, but she actually does care. So even her being the typical high school villain, she still has a little bit of layers to her, mm-hmm. which I think is nice, you know. I like her. I um, like her too, actually. I just, I I'm think happy with her. Ass. But she basically is just Brooke. Well, we need to talk about it. She's basically. really just Brooke before mm-hmm. Brooke got soft, you know. Yeah. Um, so, um, and then there's this whole plot with Lucas in the gym. Um, she really don't 
wouldn't just talk yeah, about I mean, it's not a big deal. He's yeah. tired in the gym. Yeah, I mean. He's, he's holding the team down because he wants, why do he wants them to do 1660s? Yeah. And mm-hmm. if one of them fails, they all have to do it again. And Lucas keeps failing, so they have to keep doing it again. Um, so, I mean, we'll talk more about it, I guess, if we have to. But it really, No, I mean, that was pretty much it. Was I mean, but do we want to talk about what Haley tells him? Well, I know, but before, when he's in the gym and he's tired, Haley points it out that he's tired. Right. Yeah. And Brooke is like, um, something, I don't know. I help keep the eyes out or something on him or something like that, because he looks like he's going to pass out or whatever. I don't know. Right. Um, but he does tell Haley um, that he's got to do this, right? That ball is life, basically. Basically. He said that right there? No. He oh, later on. Later on, I was just trying to wrap up. Well, because Haley oh, knows okay. at this point that was the yeah. last episode, right? That yeah. she that he has it. So, you know, Haley did some research. Yeah, she was doing research. She was late mm-hmm. for work because she was doing research, and his heart meds actually make him sluggish. Because it doesn't want your heart to overwork itself yeah. and have that problem. So apparently, he could collapse and die. So she's like, "I'm going to tell Whitey." Yeah, she was like, "Either you tell him or I will." Mm-hmm. So he goes to see Whitey, but tells him that he's out of shape, but right. that he's going to work hard at it. He doesn't need to uh, punish the team for it. Mm-hmm. And so, of course, Whitey takes it out on the team. Exactly. And like, while well, Lucas is going to get his beauty sleep, y'all going to run. They're going to work twice as hard. Yeah. It's like, damn. And so Nathan's like, what's the matter with you? Ugh. And then Haley confronts him again later for not, you know, not telling. He's like, but basketball is my world. And, you know, he can't be himself without basketball. And that, you know, Whitey will kick him off the team. And Haley's like, if he, well, if he doesn't, you know, like, you know, if that, whatever, like, you're going to be off the planet. planet, Yeah, Yeah, she's like, you're not invincible. Exactly. Because doesn't he quote something? Yeah. Yeah. It's like, come on, Lucas. You could die. Yeah. Like, you're obviously having problems. Like, you're going to pass out. Or this whole plot is just so weird because I'd be so scared that I'm <sighs> going to die. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I just couldn't see loving a game more than loving life itself. But ball is life. It is life, but I'm just like, whatever. So, that's when, when he talks to Cam, when Cam and him talk about the campaign, he decides he's going to go work harder. So, he goes into the gym and he tries to do the 16 and 60. Mm-hmm. Um, and we don't actually know if he finishes or not because it kind of ends with the him like the out. clock is running out and it ends with him like like gra- <laughs> like yeah like grabbing uh, and like <laughs> so I yeah I was like this is gross looking yeah I was like is he gonna have to go to the hospital or something yes and then fucking mouth because the next thing I was like oh, mouth sees Peyton drawing Ellie. What did he talk to? Didn't he talk to her? And right after Rachel and Bro- uh, Peyton in the CD. And yeah. The gym. He wonders if he has a shot. At being yeah. Picked. And I'm just like, no, oh, like, no, no, you don't. Who do you think you are? <laughs> well, he had the one girl. He had the one attractive girl that left him, so he feels like he's part of the tip crowd. What about that chick he were he was podcasting with or whatever? Gigi. Gigi. Oh, I about Where's her. Gigi? <laughs> Why aren't you going after Gigi? She's a freshman or something. She doesn't know him. Yeah, she does look kind of young. Exactly, so she can't tell him that he's ugly or anything like that. It's a win-win. Not that he's ugly, you know, just... So mean. Oh. (laughs) Is there a blind student at this school? (laughs) (laughs) I know, it's so mean. I almost, so I almost didn't say that. But, oh, so but, but I mean, the show said it themselves. <laughs> but, when Mouse steps in front of that picture, when the girls are taking pictures of all the guys with the drag, yes. and Mouse stands in there, and you're just like, oh. 
Yes, they tell him to Mouth, move out of the way. Mouth, can you do me a favor? He's just like, sure, yeah. Like, but really, that's what it's going to take, you know? It's, nobody wants him at this school. I mean... Because they would have already had him if they wanted him. Yeah, Poor I Mal. feel so bad for Mal. Yeah. He so but Paige tells him that he's a total catch. He is nice guy. He's, He's a, a nice great guy. guy. But nice guy. If you can just ass. overlook the the look. <laughs> it's really just like his nose and his mouth. Someone's got to find that cute. Yeah. Erica you know, did. He's my little rat fink. You know? oh, whoa. <laughs> That's weird. Um, so then Brooke tries to pay Bevan for Rachel. She tries to bribe Bevan for Rachel's pick. So she like waves right. his jewelry in front of her, mm-hmm. and she's like, "Oh, she's gonna pick Chris Keller because she thinks he's kind of sweet." And she's in a musician. Yeah, and then we cut to Chris Keller being anything but sweet, like putting down Haley's songs. Like it's crap. Oh, his song sucks. It's crap. <laughs> well, maybe it was. We don't know. Nah, I'm sure it did. It probably was terrible. It's the way she looked by the end of the scene, was like, I know it sucked. Yeah. Exactly. But the good thing is, now that's out of your system, you can actually write something good. <laughs> <laughs> real. But not every song a musician writes is it's good. great. Yeah. It's a hit. It's radio friendly. Like it's it's yeah. not always perfect. And he's like, well, how are things with Nate? She's like, they're fine. And he was just like, judging by that song, I'd say they're not. <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, and you won't deal with it until you write it. And he's like, and I'm just like, what? Mm. I guess. And so then Skills and Lucas talk. And oh, boy. I really hate the way Skills is written, but it's also very realistic. Too. Because I'm like, he's probably true of what a lot of black people are in the South. Does that make sense? Yeah, but I'm like, yeah. you're going to a predominantly white school. Yeah. You yeah. don't think any of that would have rubbed off? I mean, but, there, but it just depends. I mean, it could be, his home life could be stronger than what he sees at school. You know what I mean? There's a, there's a, you I mean, that could make a difference. And then we don't know what Fergie sounds like when he talks. I mean, he sounds kind of proper, so, you know. Because he could just be hanging out with yeah you know, different people outside of that. You know, it's from the other side right. of the tracks. He goes to the river court, right? You know, so it could be that. But it just ugh. And then he's just like he's he's the wise black guy. You know what I mean? Like, I know he is movies, so wise. You know? like, he, he knows he, everything. Lucas, yeah, he's because he, he's so he's suspicious of Lucas and his miraculous recovery. Uh huh. And um, he was just like, I know you love the game. But keep in mind, we all love you so much more. Because he's like, you sure you don't have that HCM thing? And mm-hmm. he's like, no, I tested negative. And I'm just like, really? He was just looking at you like, mm, I don't believe it. Yeah. And then he's just like, hey, what's going on? This white girl's like checking me out. Yeah, shorty. Shorty. <laughs> been checking me out all week. <laughs> Is that what he's saying? He's been, and I was like, oh, yeah, he's killed. He did I not. shorty. And then he's like, last, some, last time someone followed me around like that, I was in the department the store. store. Like, oh, they did not go there. <laughs> they did. They went there. They did. They agree. They did. Oh, poor And we found out that Brooks' designs are being given to the higher-ups mm-hmm. at Suburban Fields. Mm-hmm. And then the boys are acting crazy because of the draft. Yeah. And so then Pey- uh, Brooke drops uh, Peyton's books, and all the boys are just like, let me get that. Let me get that. Like, really? I guess it's a big deal to get. And Jimmy said he would do that. I would. Like, I, we've never had anything like that, but it's something that I would have done. He would have dropped his books or something for yeah. boys to fall on over. Oh, okay. <laughs> I would have. I've never done that. And we had Brooke rigged the draft. She did. Yeah. She the draft, I, so. I guess she just 
choked. I guess she just held it in her she, hand, yeah, probably. probably held the... And then Peyton, you know, probably felt her hand pushing mm-hmm. number one to her. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Haley tells Peyton about her working with Chris Keller, and Peyton freaks out. Yeah, so like, you shouldn't, you shouldn't do that. It's, and it's like, you didn't even give her a chance. Just to explain it, to tell you that it's, Nathan directed her to well, do it. Well, Peyton never sticks around for explanations. She <laughs> you know hears what? something she doesn't <laughs> like, and then she's like, go to hell and leave. <laughs> Literally. She does not want to hear it. <laughs> it's so damn true. That's a perfect she assessment. Does. She really does. She really, really does. It's and they like, feel oh, sorry about it afterwards. Way later. It's but like it's, it's so annoying. It really is like, annoying. Like, have you not learned by One the One of the comments on Reddit was that I was looking at it. It was about Peyton. Um, and it was ridiculous. Like, it was about Peyton in season three, and they're talking about this. And I was like, I get she has abandonment issues. This is from user Dream of Joaquin. It was like, I get that she had abandonment issues, but why was she so relentless nasty to Haley about leaving Nathan? She didn't even like Nathan. I don't remember them interacting in season two at all. No. And then someone's like, well, she outright says it's because Haley's the person who left and then came back. And Haley is unwilling, unwittingly receiving all of Peyton's pent-up angst over the issue. None of it's helped by the fact that Haley seems to expect everything to go back to how it was before she left. Which is yeah. the stupidest thing now. And they said something else later on. But I just thought it was interesting. Because there was another one about, like, Peyton is whiny or something. There's another one. Um, yeah, I can't stand Peyton. Yeah, I can't either. That she's oh really goodness. whiny. It was like Peyton in season three was the topic. And it was just talking about how whiny she is. She is whiny. But um, you're right. She, I've never really thought about it, But I was texting Tally the other day. And I was like, I really, as an adult, really just do not get the appeal of Peyton at this point. I just mm-hmm. cannot. No. I cannot see it. She is so whiny. She's just like, Ma, I can't believe you're doing that. That's so bad. And then walks away. Oh, no. She always just leaves. You know, she says what <laughs> she And she's the one that writes people always leaves, but she leaves. She, she does, does leave. leave the conversation. She does. Um, so then Rachel put together a scout report on all of the boys. How like did a you binder. Do this? Where did you find the time? I know, and she just got to the school. <laughs> she, like, does she really, does she know about all these guys at this yeah. point? And so then we see the girls, like, measuring the boys and, you know, It's like this like, whole, like, two minutes of, hey, like, let's take pictures. Look measure. at these boys flex their muscles. It's all about looks. It's not, it's not about anything oh, else but looks. exactly. So, and we get, we get the real sense of that when Mouth, like, steps in front of the camera, you know, and they tell yes. him to move. And unfortunately, that really is what high school is. High school's really shallow. Not a lot of people are looking for anything more than a physical connection when you're high school because of the hormones. And I... I've experienced rejection because of looks. I think it's it, it is awful. So I get where mouth is and how he yeah. feels. And you know, I probably wouldn't have been on anybody's draft list in high draft draft list in high school, except for Hanifa's and that. <laughs> oh God! Oh, don't even bring that up. Oh. That would have been it. Okay. But anyway, thank you. Do you remember who you would have put on your draft list in high school? I actually don't. I don't know, maybe one person. Maybe one. Mm, I remember them pretty well. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I know the pineapple for sure. Uh, there were some more. <laughs> oh my goodness. And I think it's a good thing because I, I think having a draft list is probably a good thing. You mean it's called a draft list amongst you and your friends because, you know, you don't want your friend going after the same person that you're going to go after that you no like. So I think having a draft list or a code is decent, you know I what I mean? can break up your friendship. Definitely. Not everybody's as strong as Brooke and Peyton and can recover, you know what I mean? Right. So. Yeah, because that's just ridiculous. Yeah. At, you know, that level. You won't go after somebody else's man. No. Oh, I always okay. good to have that talk. And so then, 
We get this weird scene with skills drinking some water from the oh water my fountain. God, I know. <laughs> Devin's like watching him, oh. and then he's just like, "I see you checking out my assets. Go ahead and touch it." <laughs> I was like, You're the black uh, guy, so I'll let you. Uh, <laughs> I'll let you do this. Oh, <laughs> I'll let you talk. Like, like he had no ass. Okay. Well, you couldn't tell because his pants were no, so big. Crap, so I was like, what the hell is she looking so at? Big. That's the style. That's that right. So That's why she had to touch it. You know. Uh, so weird. Like, yeah, he was just like, you know, there's two cheeks or something. What did he two, say? You know, he's like, no. yeah, there's two L's and skin. Because she's writing his name uh, down. Oh, uh, I thought she. I thought he said it was two cheeks. Two L's. It's like seven. Oh, <laughs> but it's just a fantasy of hers. It is. Thank goodness. Yeah, I wrote down like fantasies. That didn't actually happen. Did you know she's stupid? But she's just staring at his ass. Yeah, it wasn't there that I didn't see. No. Do girls find ass appealing? I've always wondered that. Yes. I hear people. I mean, I see. Well, I've, I've heard a lot of girls yeah. talk about it. No. Like talking about people like guys with bubble butts or. They I like hear butts. that all the time. Like one of my coworkers. Yeah, you know, she's just like. Saying like, oh, so and so, he had a great ass. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, I never looked at his ass. <laughs> <laughs> but then he walks by. I'm like, oh, oh that ass. Okay, but I don't find like, I don't. That's not one of the things that attracts me to man. Like, look at his ass. You know, like, I'm not looking at his ass. Like, no. I mean, as long as it's not abnormally large or something like ridiculous, I don't know. <laughs> Can you imagine having like a big old ass? Like, he's really fit. He's just like this big old ass. Sometimes you can't help what kind of ass you have, I think. Like, your bone structure? I don't know. I feel so bad for her because, like, her name is Judy. She's a big booty Judy. She was. She's an older lady. But when I say, I know she is out to here. Whoa. That's a big old ass. Oh, my goodness. What is Measure in there with the table and shit. I mean, I feel so bad. <laughs> the googly doogly, that like, thing is juicy. And so Chris Keller shows up at the cafe Ew. and he's got a list of songs about the labors of love that were really great or something like that. And Haley's putting um, names on the map of where all these famous singers are from. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And Chris is like, oh, you forgot my name. But then he puts up Haley's name. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I don't belong up there. These are great musicians. Mm-hmm. He's like, you can if you start writing from the heart. I'm just like, okay. All right. That's such an emotion. Whatever. Yeah. So then um, Nathan and Peyton talk, and he talks about how she's not alone, and that she listens to her podcast about her and That's that right. thing, yeah. and how it's all messed up. I'm and, surprised uh, he does that. And then he's like, what about this draft? Do you think I'll get picked? And she's like, well, do you want Haley to pick you? And then we don't see what he says because it kind of like cuts mm-hmm. away. Yeah. Um, and so then Bevan, when she has that practice, Bevan asks, but she's like, Haley, um, how are things with you and Nathan? <laughs> and Haley's like, um, what's she saying? Did she say things are complicated? But I'm not giving up. And Bevan's like, right. okay, Nathan's a no-go. <laughs> she's like, you can't well, draft him, he's my husband. I understand that, you yeah. know? Like, you can't draft a married man. Yeah. Like, and then Peyton's like, of course you can't because I'm picking him. I was like, whoa, bitch. This bitch. She's getting on my nerves. Such a bitch. Yeah. God, it's terrible. And then Peyton and Rachel are fighting in the hallway. Whitey comes. They make nice. 
like, we're totally beaches. Yeah, and he's like, you girls shouldn't call yourselves that. And the fellas think it's okay to call you that. Like, beaches the movie. Like, oh, why? He's like, oh, well, in that case, carry on. They were really cute together, I think, when they were acting to, yeah. to acting, be yeah. friends. I was like, they could be really good friends, that I think, be. in the future. Yeah. And then Peyton says you need to make nice with her because she shows up. And she's like, like, you and Haley? Um, and she was just, <laughs> she was like, you can't draft Nathan. Uh, Brooke tells her you can't draft Nathan, and then she was like, okay, well then fine, Can I, I'll just draft Lucas. And she's like, Nathan's a great <laughs> You know, because whatever is best for Brooke, you yeah, know, at this point. That's all Brooke cares about. Yes. Uh, and what is that? Something so now we... Oh, Mouth is like handing out stuff outside of the draft. Oh, I didn't even write that down. <laughs> he was like handing out like for your information. Oh, yeah. For your consideration. Did he? Yeah, he was standing outside the door of the apartment and handing out little thing, like little info packets on himself or something. Oh, no. I'm like, you should have gotten the. I'm like, you can't. You, I'm you like, you, you. can't force yourself. Yeah, I was like, you can't. That makes it like even that. worse. You can't yes. look desperate. You know what I mean? Right. You need to be a bit more aloof. You need to have some mystique. Aloof. Like yeah. You're talking from experience again, honey. I am talking from experience. Uh, Most times, uh, girls only want you when you pretend that you're not interested in them. Then they come crawling back, especially yeah. in high school. Really? Didn't know that, honey. I'll keep that in mind. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I hear no, I hear no <laughs> objection from the girl in no, our group. So, no, um, it Makes it work a little harder. Yeah. So then Haley confronts Peyton about Nathan. Thank goodness. She's like, they're, she's like, we're meant to be. You know that. I know that. And one day he'll know that. It's like, you fight for your man, She's like, girl. I'm not going mm-hmm. anywhere. Yeah. All right. Go and Brooke has, like, got cookies out there. Were the cookies, like, burnt or something? They, I don't know, but no uh, one wanted them. They, they were burnt. Gross. And I was just like, okay, the Brooke I know would not have baked cookies. Like, you went out and bought something. Right. I was like, why would you bake cookies? I was like, it's so stupid. And then Rachel comes in with cupcakes. Like, yeah. good-looking good cupcakes, fresh too. Fruit. Ooh. And a big... Tub, yeah. know, and then Brooke's like, "Look at my wall! It's the Italian, bill. it's the French, um, uh, French Riviera." Yeah, French Riviera. And then Rachel's like, "No, it's Italian." It's like I've been there. You know what this is? <laughs> I vacation there every year with my family. Really? <laughs> and there was this one time I met this guy. Yeah. And, like, <laughs> and then is it Peyton's oh. like, "Bury the hatchet yet?" And then uh, mm-hmm. Brooke's like, "I like to bury it in her neck." <laughs> <laughs> So oh, then yes. she she says that she tells Haley she's gonna swipe Rachel's draft pick. Oh yeah. So she was just like, but you need to pick Lucas so she doesn't get her, get right. him, because Rachel goes fifth. So she was just like, if Peyton has Nathan, Haley has Lucas, she'll have Chris Keller. Rachel's left with nothing. Mm-hmm. Um. So then, um, Chris Keller and Nathan they kind of talk, and he talks about how Nathan is the devil. Yeah, and he's Robert, Robert James, Johnson. Robert Johnson. Robert Johnson. And um. He was just like, I don't know, they're just talking about her music. I don't like Right, and how, how's Haley doing? Not good. Well, you know, it's like music and Nathan are the same thing. Yeah. It's like, Nathan. okay. Gotta get it together. And he pays him half the studio money. Which like, I didn't know he was paying him for. Yes, yeah, so he he's told paying him, him for the studio. Oh, time. that's right. He did. He sure did. I wonder he how much sure Chris did. Keller charges. Well, I mean, it's probably the actual studio time that they have to pay for. Yeah. Oh, they should true. use the studio to pay for the studio. So. Very true, true. Some big rock star. Yeah. yeah. So then we get to the draft. Oh boy! And how is he paying for this? Nathan. Oh, no. What damn money? Oh, I ain't got nothing to do with that. Hmm. So then we get to the actual draft, and Peyton 
Peyton, surprisingly, picks Mouth. Right. And then Mouth is like, woo, number one draft pick! Because we heard yeah, that he, from outside. He was peeking through the window. Oh, window? Yeah. yeah. But I'm just like, Mouth, do you realize that was a pity draft pick? Right. Like, Cause, cause Peyton doesn't want a man right now. No. She wants Jake. Because Jake's not around. She even told Brooke that earlier. Right. That there's nobody for her to really pick because Jake's not around. Mm-hmm. Um, so then Brooke's like, I pick Chris Keller. And so then Rachel's like, cool, I pick uh, Lucas. And Brooke is like, what? And she was just like, yeah, I traded. Traded with Bevan. With Bevan. So she's like, I get the third pick. Mm. And so then Haley's like, I pick Nathan. Right. Because, <laughs> yeah, I mean, all the events are off, you know. Yeah. And so then Bevan's like, I pick skills. And so then when Brooke confronts Bevan, because Rachel's wearing her necklace that she gave to Brooke. Mm-hmm. And apparently it's part of the trade. She's like, why would you trade Rachel? And she was just like, well, five. <laughs> I three. was like, oh, my goodness, like, girl. Oh, it made sense when she said it. Because she totally tricked her. Because yeah. like, she's, she's such a dude. Big hit. And she was like, I don't care. Lucas is mine. And Rachel was just like, no, you can't have... Well, Brooke is like, you can't have Lucas. Mm-hmm. And Rachel was just like, well, if not, then you'll be off the squad and I can be captain, too. Mm-hmm. Just like, ugh. Brooke, aren't you kicking yourself at this point? Are there any other things that you have that I want? Or what did she say? Is there anything else of yours that I can have yeah. or want or something mm-hmm. like that? And so then Peyton congratulates Haley on picking Nathan, basically. She's like, you earned Nathan. Mm-hmm. I'm just like really. Well, she says it's about time you start to fight for your husband. Mm-hmm. Just like wh- she's been here. Why does she have to prove no. to anybody that she's fighting? Especially you. Like I don't even know you. Get the hell out somewhere. <laughs> so then later on, Peyton finishes her drawing of her of Ellie because she's been right. drawing throughout this episode. Mm-hmm. She drew earlier, and it's actually her, but in the mirror, it's Ellie. Oh, it's, it's her, it her reflection yeah. is Ellie. Oh, okay. Like she's yeah. wearing the bracelet in the picture, and then in the I get it mirror, Ellie's wearing the bracelet. And she puts it up on the wall with her picture of her mom's grave and her drawing of Jake and Jenny. Mm-hmm. This is where are they now? Mm-hmm. I was just like, oh. And then Haley adds the Scott name to her map. To her name that's, on the map. Oh, that's good. So, and that's kind of that episode. So that's yeah. it. Um, mm. The voiceover was out of the night that covers me black as the pit from pole to pole. I thank whatever gods may be for my unconquerable soul. In the fell clutch of circumstance, I have not winced nor cried aloud. Under the blue lineage of chance, my head is bloody but unbowed. Beyond this place of wrath and tears looms with the horror of the shade, and yet the menace of the years finds shall me shall find me unafraid. It matters not how straight the gate, how charged with punishments the scroll. I am the master of my fate. I am the captain of my soul. So, yeah, Lockhart's hand grenades, everybody. Had an 8.4 user rating on IMDb. Woohoo! I gave it an 8 and a half for me. Man, I gave it a 7. I gave it a 7, too. Yeah. <laughs> it was what good. It was interesting. I liked it, but I guess but I didn't like it enough. You probably yeah. hungry. <laughs> no, I had already eaten by this point. Thank you. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I liked. I thought it was fun, you know. I mean, talking about it, yes. I'm like remembering it was fun, but I did give it a seven right after I watched it. I did too. Yeah. A strong seven. Yeah, I'm with you. Two sevens and an eight and a half. I'm sorry, eight and a half. I guess it was mainly because it was all about the fantasy board draft. That's all they were. And I didn't and find it. That's just it kind just of it. I mean, I felt like it was a great compromise, you know, or a solution, but. I think it was it was a good jumping but, point to move some plots forward, though. 
Yeah. Well, we don't know that. So, well, you don't know at the end of watching that episode, but obviously, when you watch the next episode, you realize it was a good springboard. Yes. That yes, definitely. That doesn't change right here, right now. Exactly. Whatever. I thought it um, this episode's title originated from the song Lock Hearts and Hand Grenades, released song by the Plan A Project. I don't really know a lot of the music that played in this episode. There was a song called Rerun by the Stereophonics, which we'll use during our break, and then Boyfriend by Ashley Simpson. I don't know if you guys caught that. I didn't catch that at all. Yeah. I mean, I heard I she forgot all about her. Uh, and so I'll use that. <laughs> yes, a um, couple she notes. Earlier in the season, it is revealed that locker assignments are alphabetical by last name. In this episode, Rachel walks into paint while she's at her locker and offers her a bootleg CD. Soon after the conversation ends, Rachel opens a locker that is just two away from Peyton's. Rachel's last name is Gatina, and Peyton's is Sawyer. Yeah, that was... Um, but see, they have to get them in the same scene, so yeah. what do you do? When Haley is talking to Chris after putting Janice Joplin on the map, her hair is up. But then it changes to down alternately. When the camera's on her face, her hair is up. When you can see the back of her head, her hair is down. Well, oh. who's that? I missed that. When they were doing the map in the, uh, in the story. Oh, I missed that too. Focus on the damn map. And uh, in an earlier episode, Peyton was seen tearing apart the drawing of Jake and Jenny. In this episode, Peyton stares back at her bedroom wall with the same drawing in perfect state. Yeah, but that happened several episodes ago, right? Um, when she tore it. Yeah, I remember her tearing she it. She just drew it again. That good, that perfect. She's awesome time. in her art, right? <laughs> <laughs> so we're told. Um, and then the bootleg CD of No Effects that Rachel Lindsay Payton says drunk in public, but the name of that CD is actually Punk in Drublick. Hmm. I could have gotten that right at least. Yeah. So, favorite characters? I said Haley, sticking up for her man, and, you know, talking to Lucas and trying to put some sense into him. Stupid ass. Non-applicable. Non-applicable. Not a favorite character. Okay. What? Okay. Um. Well, I say my favorite is Bevan. I just thought she was so funny. I like Bevan. Because she's stupid, Winston. That's why she's funny. Because she's an idiot. Well, really, I like to say Bevan skills because I just like they're just so odd that I just kind of I just kind of like it. Oh my god. It's kid for me. I like it. Um, relatable character? Mine is Mal. Not available. <laughs> Not here either. Really? Yeah. I didn't relate to anyone in that, in that episode. Mm -hmm. Whatever. And I was like really trying to stretch, but I was just like, oh, no. <laughs> yeah, I thought about stretching too. Like, I can't, I can't go, I can't do anything. I'm done with both of you. Well, it is what it is. Well, alrighty then. I guess we'll take a quick break and we'll... Okay. Come back, we'll talk about episode seven then. Right. Since nobody liked this episode. We, we did like it. Yeah, we just didn't love it. Bye. And the Bye. <laughs> stuff talking about beauty and the beast just doing all the crazy stuff that kids do these days right. um so we're here to talk about episode um seven seven which was entitled oh i'm doing this again okay <laughs> champagne for my real friends real pain for my sham friends for my sham friends what? this was written by mark schwann directed by paul J johansson dan scott. Is dan yeah 
My goodness. Okay. Uh, original air date, October, I mean, sorry, November 16th, 2005. The 11 is November, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> Adam Bevan moment right there. <laughs> oh, yes. So one's an 11. Good grief. Anyway, first came the draft. Now comes the date night. And the happiest pairing is, surprise, Peyton and Mouth. Well, there really isn't a question mark, but I added that in. Yeah, because it really is like, are they really happy? But, okay. Things aren't happy for Deb and Karen. They spend the evening stranded on a billboard. Yeah. Can you imagine? I'm I'm surprised we never did that. That would have been so much. When we were kids. Such a thrill. All we do is knock over poor potties. I know. It's still baby Jesus. Yes. But I've always wanted to get on one or like climb a water tower. They normally have the stairs along the side. (laughs) So, you know. I don't know. Maybe we'll go climb a billboard and film it for y'all. Yeah. There we go. Oh, no. Oh, Jimmy's going to film on me. What's the guy on the billboard? Uh, I probably won't be able to if I want to be able to come home. So, so I'm going to be climbing. I'll film you. I'll film you. Jimmy's probably far away. Oh, Y'all. Oh, my goodness. Um, so let's let's it's talk like, champagne from a real pan. Fran's. Fran's. <laughs> fran's. <laughs> real pan from a sham fran's. Um, so can we talk about that opening? Yes, we have to talk about the opening. What in the, Okay. So Brooke and Lucas in the bed, right? I just wrote down more feet. I was just like, ew, because it started out with her feet. Right. I was just like, disgusting. And so they, they're in the bed, but they know it's Lucas's dream because he wakes up. Right. It's like, okay, what? And so then Ugh. he's in bed with Chris Keller. I know. I was like, what? He's like, what the hell is this? So weird. That is so odd. I was like, should I start shipping them now? I know, right? No. I knew you were going to tell me about that. No. But then it's a dream. It's Haley's dream. Haley, what the so then she wakes up, and then she tricks up Brooke, and Brooke is like, are you okay? You want to get in bed? She's like, I have this dream. Mm-hmm. And so she tells her about the dream, and then she's like, oh, well, that's that. Do you want to make out? Oh, sure. sure. And so she wakes like, out, and then what? it all turns out to be Nathan's dream, which when you go back, it's all really weird. Nathan's dream about so Brooke weird. and Lucas having sex. I know. And then Lucas waking up and having sex with Chris yes. Keller, or making out with Chris Keller, and then Haley having that dream, and then Haley and Brooke making out, and then Nathan waking up and being satisfied. That's- such an odd thing to open up with. It was and so it, you know, weird. And directed it. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> he he put his own little twist on it. It actor. was so weird. That was really strange. Um. So Brooke hasn't told Lucas about the draft. No. Um. And her designs might get picked up by the store. Mm-hmm. They see Peyton Brooke talking to Rachel, but Haley and right. Haley and Brooke, and so then um she's like, "What are you doing?" And then um, she's like, you know what, I'm just, and Rachel's like, I'm just going to leave you two, you know, over-possessive BFFs with weird lesbian energy alone. It's like, oh, that was weird. And so then Tim's like, oh, I want to know what the results of the draft were. So and Rachel calls him, I mean, uh, Brooke calls him dim. <laughs> and she's like, look, dim. Um, and he was just like, I mean, I feel like what, what he's like, what are you guys going to do? You did the draft, so right. what are you going to do to act on and follow up? And then Rachel's like, what do you have in mind? It's just like, dates, you guys pay. And Rachel's like, sounds good. So then um, Bev's like, okay, I'm going to go find skills. And then uh, Brooke's like, Tim, you didn't even get drafted. Right. 
I know one wants you, Tim. I didn't even think about Tim. Tim has no clue. I didn't think Tim either. But did he sit back beside Mouse or something? No, I don't remember Tim at all in the last episode. Not the last episode. Who sat next to Mouse? That's his episode. That's his episode where he sat next to Mouse. That was Tim, though. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Because he's like, I couldn't even believe I didn't get drafted. Yeah, he goes and sits next to Mouse. He's like, I didn't even get drafted. And then Nate is actually cool with the whole date thing. Yeah. And Haley says, you know, meet at 8 o'clock. Yeah. It's okay. And so Lucas is like, what time should I be ready, pretty girl? I know. Uh, but, yeah, about that. <laughs> Rachel gotcha. <laughs> I got uh, screwed up. Which, you know, I'd be, I'd be angry. I would, too. So Lucas like, so what you need to tell me is you could have picked me, but you didn't. Right. Mm-hmm. She let but, vengeance get over it for right. no reason. It was stupid. It was very childish. She was very old Brooke. She had the opportunity. She did. You know, but she's just like, she I don't like She's been the bigger person. Exactly. Like, why does Rachel getting Chris Keller affect you at all? Yeah, you hate Chris Keller. So let her have him. If she's get, she wants someone other than Lucas, then Lucas let, let her take him. him. Yeah, but yeah. instead you had to be stupid because you had to have a scheme to make her miserable. I know. Brooke. So she lost a bunch of points. So I enter Rachel. She's like, I picked you. And he's like, at least somebody did. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. It's like, oh, Brooke. She's got to be hating this right now. And so then <gasps> Peyton is like, uh, um, hey, boyfriend, I guess we have to go on a date. The mouth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he's like, uh, I kind of have something to do. He's like, and I know you when you picked me, picked me you were being nice. Yeah. Uh, but I got something I kind of want to do, and it's going to be kind of lame or uncool. She's like, it's okay. I'll go. She's like, oh, okay, great. Let's get this over with. Please. And so Haley is super nervous about her perfect date. She has on a really cute dress, though. Must have been Brooks. Her black dress. That she yeah. Had. Okay. And she's Did asking. Like it? It no, was didn't. a nice it was okay. little black dress. It was cute. Her she had her hair pulled back. Yeah, it was and... nice. Uh, it was like they were going somewhere really fancy. Yeah. I thought. And Brooks, but Brooks not going on her date. She's like, I'm not doing this. Chris mm-hmm. Keller. It's like she's the one that. Did yeah. This. It's like you have to follow through. And so as the Brooke goes through the door, thinking it's Nathan, but it's actually Chris Keller. Yeah. It's just like um, my date is already dressed for bed. Yeah, it's perfect. I was like, oh, Chris. And what does it say? Oh, someone is horny. He's like, oh, someone's horny for Chris Keller. Oh God. Just he, like, he, just like, he talks about him. The third yeah, person. Exactly, all the time. Um. So when Rachel goes to Lucas's house, she just walks in. I know she just walks in his room. <laughs> yeah. So like it's time for our date. What the hell was I doing? Because I saw. But then he's like, if it's cool with you, I was gonna go see Brooke. If it's cool for you, (laughs) what? What? She's the one that chose you. It's like she's not gonna want you to just go see Brooke. This is date time. I can't but believe he she asked that. It. She was just like, you know, she was just messing with Brooke. Yeah, she's like, I, look, right. I was messing with really Brooke. Was just, yeah. But she was like, what, how do we know Brooke isn't with Chris Keller right now? And he's like, mm-hmm. Brooke wouldn't do that. She wouldn't do that. <laughs> she's like, how do you know? Like, exactly. You've been giving her a lot of credit. She was like, you know what? She was like, I'll go and I'll take you to Brooke's house. And if she's not with Chris, I'll trade you over. Like, we can make trades. Like, it's not a problem. Um, she was like, you know. She was like, I, I wanted to go through with this and keep messing with Brooke, but I'll stop and I'll take you there and trade yeah. you. And I'm just like, way to go, Rachel. Uh-huh. Way to go for being the big person. Yeah, exactly. Well, she was. I haven't said a thing. <laughs> and so then Nathan shows up at the door of the house. And uh, did you guys hear Brooke's yes. line? Your boyfriends are here. <laughs> oh, yeah. um, oh, so funny. And so then uh, Brooke is like not going on the date. And Nathan's like, well, if Brooke's not going to do it, then why should any of us do it? Mm-hmm. Because it's like, maybe no one else is following through on their dates. Yeah. Peyton has come around the corner. <gasps> How did she get out of her room? He 
let her out because oh. she was eating. She used to hang out with us? She was eating a pig snout. Oh, can't so bring I mean, that near me. Well, no. Uh, <laughs> no. I'm sure it's all gone by now, no, but, so. you know, I'm sure it is. But, you know, it is what it is. Mm. You want to have like a 20 minute conversation about her pig snout? What? You want to have a 20 minute no. conversation about her pig snout? No. Why? I hate the, the pigs freak me out. What is wrong with a pig? But it, You don't eat pork or you just don't like pigs? I just don't like pigs. Like baby pigs, piglets are fine. But when you get big pigs, it's really in the commercials when they put human clothes on the pigs. I can't handle it. I've never seen a human. But just like a, and this is like really weird, but certain bands I've gone to see, they have, they have a pig's head. What? Just as a prop. Yeah, because it's like metal. Oh, yeah. And ridiculous. I've, that I've seen. And that, that freaks me out. Like, I can't just see the pig's head. I can't. Look. So you couldn't see the whole pig leg on the table, like at a fancy dinner with the outboard in his mouth. Oh, no. Girl, I would know. No. Really? Pigs just creep me out. It, but I have specifications. But, uh, <laughs> we don't eat pork. I mean, we don't now. Okay, but I just, but I, feel God, like I love bacon. Oh, you're kidding me wrong. I will eat like pounds of bacon if it's in front of me. But I can't look at pigs. Um, but anyway, so Haley threatens Brooke. Like yes, it's just like she really threatens her. Yeah. too. like we're doing this. You're yeah. going. You got us into this. Yeah, suck it up and let's go. Because yes. it's my one chance at my night with Nathan, and you're not gonna ruin it. Yep. Mm-hmm. So Brooke agrees to go. And so then Brooke and Lucas are just outside, and nobody seems to notice them in the truck. You mean lurking? <laughs> They're lurking. <laughs> They're both lurking in yes. a big-ass truck. Yeah. yeah. Out there. And they all get into Nathan's tiny little car. I was right. I was like, what the hell? This little spill-seater. And so that makes me believe that Chris and Nathan showed up together? Chris maybe walked. Maybe he's environmentally friendly. I don't know. I was going to say, he got an Uber. <laughs> <laughs> He maybe he called GW not I. Oh, good. Well, good job. And that's Brooke. I guess she has other employees. Whatever you call it. Something. Yeah, something. Um, So, let's go. Yeah, we can keep going with it. Well, he says, like, you know, we should get beer before our workout. Because she wanted to work out with him or something. Yeah. yeah. But then I was like, from there it kind of splits. And we can kind of talk differently about everybody. Um, You guys want to talk about, just keep going with Brooke and Chris and Nathan and Haley? That's fine with me. Okay. So they go to the beach. Yeah. And Chris Keller's like, I don't get beaches. Oh, God. <laughs> He's like, Chris Keller doesn't do beaches. They're just like strip clubs except for or something. And so he um, – He's like, you can't touch them. Yeah, but then he, but then he puts – he puts a dollar in that one girl and slaps her. Was it a dollar? I thought it was <laughs> yeah. money. Was it a dollar? I knew it was the money. He cuts it in – under her, like her, yeah, her, she, her he slapped her, he slapped her, her ass. ass, and she just looks at him like, it's like, <laughs> who's gonna do that? You didn't just like come around and like slap the shit out of whoever did that. Yeah, I, I would know. be on the defense. I was gonna, I was gonna say, when a girl's supposed to be okay with some random guy on the beach just smack her ass yeah. and then putting a dollar in her in her underwear, I would be so offended. I would, I would, I would have beat his ass. Hell yeah, I would have the money. Well, it's a dollar. Of course, you're gonna keep it. <laughs> Now, you don't be stupid now. No, but you still whoop his ass. But exactly. You just slap him or something. It's ridiculous. People, I can't believe people actually think like that. You would actually keep the money. I feel so disrespected. It. Throw it back at him. What is he? <laughs> All right, throw it back at him. It's like he's, he's not going to pick it up. Then you pick it up after he leaves. It's just, I mean. It's kind of off topic, but there was uh, this oh. Twitter thing with these questions. And people sending their questions for advice. And this is the way you think about it. This woman was just like, um, I was sleeping with a married man. And his wife and daughter came to my job today and beat my ass. 
And so then he offered, and he offered me money not to press charges, help. And oh, so then everybody was like, well, take the money and then press charges. And so that's just everything about that. We all keep the money. No, in a situation like that, I, I don't think that's I would have said that. Yeah. I mean, you know. Yeah. But that's like bribing. That is bribing. Yeah, that's not, that's not right. Uh, yeah. yeah. Would you keep the money then, though? Wait. What? If I was the, 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 yeah. the woman? Yeah. I don't know. If I kept the money, then I wasn't going to press charges. <laughs> well, could you keep the money and then press charges? No, you can't do that. It's unethical. But it's ethical to keep the money from this guy's family. It's ethical to marry with a married man. If someone just willingly <laughs> gives me a dollar, no matter where it is, you know, it's my dollar. <laughs> But to your point, a lot of people were shaming her. But that's what you get for messing with the married man. And I, that was kind of where I was going with that. And I that's was, messed up because I'm just like, nobody's not. putting the blame on this married man for stepping out on this marriage. She knew his ass was married. I bet you But that. it takes two to tango. Oh, I don't argue with you on that. Uh-oh. But that goes back to the wife. And yeah. the wife should have beat up both their asses. But, so you, but or you also, over or whatever. I was just trying to figure out where the line is with us keeping money, you know. So uh, the, him smacking the ass to give you the dollar—that's cool. It's, it's cool. We keep the money. <laughs> well, yeah. What's the point of giving the money back? And then it's a stranger, no emotions tied to it. Because I'm sure. Well, I mean, what? Well, so if it was a hundred dollars, five. A dollar? I don't care. So you keep a hundred dollars, but, but not, not a dollar. Hell yeah, keep a hundred dollars. Oh my goodness. Crazy. I don't care what it is. I'm, I'm even more disrespectful. I'm even more offended that you thought a dollar would be enough for the free food <laughs> that you just got. Oh my goodness. This I mean, ass is worth a hundred dollars. Oh my god. Oh Lord Jesus. I bet you turn around and be like, it's worth more yeah. than what you just gave me, buddy. Yeah. Uh, I have some words. Uh, and so then Haley, so they're like, what are they doing here? Like, here like, why are we at the beach? Right. And Haley's trying to take them to their beach spot, yeah. to their wedding spot. Yeah, he was like, this is what she we... has her night plan for them. Yeah. It's yeah. like it's so pretty with little purple flowers and things, and it's under construction. It is gone. Their field, or I guess the tree, everything, yeah. is, everything gone. is gone. And Nathan's like, seems appropriate. Oh. Who's that? Nathan. I didn't know he said that. Yeah, he said seems appropriate. Well, their marriage is on the wrong yeah. And so then Brooke is just like, let's just go to the mall. So I was the like, that mall. was so mean. Like, that would have been mean. The mall. Just right. hold Girl, let's go to the mall. Like, well, well yeah. she was trying to cheer her up. So she pulled her up. But that's just go to the mall. The mall cheers me up. This is true. You know what I mean? So, uh, Haley can't buy a whole bunch of crap. <laughs> well, she, I, well, keep in mind, Brooke has just spent her rent money. Oh, uh-huh. Man. Yeah. She got a lot of Brooke, she might get an allowance. She has a job at Suburban Field, and she gets the rent money. Oh, so she got three ways income. This is more. <laughs> <laughs> so I wrote down, does Nathan even care? Oh, no. Yes, he does. And I actually wrote down, sad Nathan, because he they walked off, and he was still kind of sitting there looking at the, the construction site. And, you know, I was just like, he, he loves his wife. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so then... What? the mall? Um, um, that happened, yeah. That happened. Yeah. Brooke um, talks to Haley because she's just kind of sitting off by herself. Yes. Nathan is playing some kind of arcade game. And he hasn't looked her way, not once. No. And Chris Keller is taking change out of this mountain. <laughs> what are you, a hobo, Chris oh, Keller? Anna and Lucas did it. They were able to buy pizza. Of course, I was like mortified, you know. <laughs> oh, I forgot With about that. all the quarters they were taking out. I forgot and... about that. <laughs> Oh my goodness! Still, people's wishes, but I know. so then Brooke goes to set things right. She goes and like gets on Nathan. Mm-hmm. She unplugs that game. 
Yeah. Did she? Yeah, she did. Oh, yeah, she ripped that thing off the cord off the wall. And she was like, why haven't you beat up Chris Keller yet? Uh Uh-huh. And she was like, why did you come if you were just going to ignore her? You know? um, And she was like, she loves you. Take her back. And he's just like, like you and Lucas. Mm. You know? And and she was just like, he's like, yeah, it's not easy to get back in the ring when when it's the person that knocked you out in the first place. Yeah. It's like, uh, well, no, it's not. Come on, no. it's not. I get, like, I get I it, but it's like, come on, girl. So then Chris starts like, I don't even know. He wasn't really flirting with Hayley. He wasn't. But no. okay, you guys think Chris Keller was doing it on purpose to get a rise out of Yes. Oh yeah. Yeah, because he said oh, it. Yeah, I mean, he, he was. He mentioned something about why she had come over there or something to sit because she had moved to sit next to him, which is. She's like, I wish Nathan, you know what? She she takes the change out yeah. of Chris's hand, throws it back in. He's like, yeah. what did you wish for? It's like a, Nathan was bludgeoning you. Yeah. But like I said, he starts messing with her, and I feel like he's trying to do her the favor of yeah. getting Nathan to pay. Yeah. And he it's says like, that. Yeah, he's not really a bad guy. You know? So he's, she's like, no. He's like Rachel. Yeah. He's like Rachel yeah. to me. Yeah. You know, like they, they their intentions are all over the place, and it's really hard to tell when they're pure mm-hmm. or when they're, you know, just. Do you, have you ever known somebody like Rachel or Chris Keller? Like, Actually, I had a friend that was like Rachel or Chris yeah. Keller. Where like, it was hard to tell their intentions. You know, they kind of just were all over the place. Yeah. Like they want, like you, once, sometimes you felt like they wanted to do good by you, and sometimes you don't know. And you question their decisions. Yeah. Yeah. You? I don't know. I can't remember. I didn't I have that many. Think friends. I have. <laughs> <laughs> I try to not have that many friends. <laughs> Um, so then, uh, Brooke turns on Haley. She's like, what are you doing? How can you just sit over here and with Chris Keller? Well, she says you were practically giving the enemy a lap dance. Yeah, yeah. All Chris is doing is putting his arm around her, and she was like, no, no, no. How does that equate But she's not worked up because of what Nathan said about Lucas. Right. This is true. So she's just freaking out. However, in her defense, I mean, come on now. This is the guy that just broke up your marriage or helped aid you in breaking up your marriage. Now, we're not not even going to be sitting... But Brooke should have realized that there was a problem, there was a chance for friction when she picked Chris Keller, and then she realized she had this date night coming up, and she was good, and then she agreed to come with them, and they were all going to be together. You're thinking too much on that one, and the being together part was all on Haley. It's all on Brooke. Mm. That was Haley. Brooke chose Brooke chose Chris Keller. Who wanted them to go on this date? All four together. Rachel. Rachel said they okay to do the date thing. And if they don't play by the rules, they to go to the mall and to the beach. Brooke was trying to do the nice thing for Haley because well, Haley was threatening. Because <laughs> Haley threatened her. Yeah. Threatened. She could have still said no. Moving on. Anyway. And so then, uh, <laughs> anyway, like Chris Keller and Nathan are kind of like fighting for a moment. And so then Brooke starts walking off, and she's like walking so snooty with like her bags, with her, with her like five or six yeah. shopping bags. Like her yeah. head is like up, and she's like walking oh, yeah. really fast. Oh. I pointed to me when she walked over to Nathan in the um, in the game room. I, her walk, it was just like she's like mm-hmm. switching. She's like she walking with such like business, like oh, just like purpose. But it's so, and then she walks by when she sees her designs in the window of Suburban Pill. Uh huh. And she's like freezes. Yeah. Those are my designs. And Chris Keller's like, oh, I guess we gotta celebrate. Uh huh. And so then they do celebrate. They're like at home drinking, and like they just keep toasting. I guess it's like we toasted to me like twenty times. I know, and then they toasted something else twenty times. Something else. It's like how much have y'all been drinking? 
pretty dry at this point. Because he asked her about the letters. Like, tell me about these letters to Lucas. Yeah, because Haley because mentioned Haley that Because Haley busted them out earlier yeah. at the thing. She's like, I'm not the one stringing Lucas along. I have all these letters in my drawer that I've written him all summer. And mm-hmm. she's like, why are you snooping around? And she's like, well, because, you know, I was trying to find space in the little two feet that you give me. Right. And so, I liked for Haley a lot at that point. Yeah. She was getting as much attitude with Brooke, she was, you know, she yeah. deserves. Like, it was good. Their friendship is so interesting. I, I like know. it. Um, so we're on Haley and Nathan. Haley's on the balcony with Nathan. And well, he comes out. Well, he comes out. He's yeah. Like, Do you remember the night of the meteor shower? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he's like, it was a great night. Yeah. And yeah. He's like, it looks good. He's like, he's like, you look good tonight. Mm-hmm. I haven't forgotten our past, Haley. Yeah. He's like, cause you, she kept trying to take him to all these things from the past. And he's like. I forgot I passed. I know this is when we where we made love in the rain. <laughs> I was like, I was, I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa shit yeah. got real spicy. I know. <laughs> I know this is the spot where we made love in the rain. Like on the balcony? Yeah. In the, the rain? Yeah. In the rain. I, I don't know how I feel about that. That's You're gonna too... catch a cold. <laughs> That's what's gonna happen. <laughs> I mean, it just doesn't seem like you would be. I don't know. I don't seem. I mean, maybe if it was in a field or something, <laughs> with the with rain, rain in the field. If it was all like weathering That's heights or something, I don't, if it was like an epic, like running after each other and we're in the field and the rain. notebook type. Case. I was gonna say, I don't know where you're but going on the with balcony of your own house. I mean, that's probably the best place to do say. it. <laughs> well, that's the safest. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. isn't there somebody that lives above them in the apartment? Oh, I'm sure all around. I mean, it's an apartment complex. I don't know. Anyway, it happened. Uh, it happened, yeah. obviously. We never saw it, but it no, happened. thankfully. Uh, <laughs> I don't know, though. Um, and so, but he's like, he wants to... He wanted to. He agreed to the date. Because he wants to live in the present. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which I thought was really smart and interesting, and I really wish that Haley would get on board with that. Yeah. You know, because what has happened in the past is done, and yeah. you can't... You can't just go back like but that. But she's reminding him yeah. of the good time. And he's like, what are you thinking about? She's like... I'm just praying for rain. Because she wants that to happen again. Yeah, obviously. I'm just like, really, girl? She was gone all that time, yeah. and she wasn't sleeping with Chris, so. So then Brooke, gets, <laughs> Brooke is really drunk, <laughs> and so she tells him that Lucas is the one for her. And he's like, actually, my name is Chris. And she's like, you need to leave. And then Chris, I write down, is a master manipulator. Mm-hmm. Because he gets up, and he was just like, it's really great that Lucas is the one for you, kind of like how Nathan and Haley and who knows? Maybe it'll work out for them. I know. Just like, wow, way to play at her freaking insecurity. Yep. I actually think it's gonna be genuine. He, when he said ooh, that, I don't think. So. I don't think so. I, I think because look at look at Nathan and Haley right now, and I feel like that's what he was trying to tell her. Like, oh yeah, he's the one for you. That that's what Nathan and Haley yeah, got too. Look at that how that works out. But you know, maybe it'll work out for them. So I feel like he was trying to get her in the bed. Yeah. Um, he's like, it's late, you know, I'm attractive, it scares you. Yeah. So, you know, he's like, I'm just going to use the restroom. Yeah. Like, okay, it's like, get the yeah. fuck up. Um, and so then Nathan and Haley, on the balcony, he tells he, he basically tells he regrets letting her get married. Right. As if he gave her permission to get married. Oh, no, he's like, you didn't want to get married. He was like, you didn't want to get married. Yeah. But she really, she... I don't know. She she said she you know of course I did you know but she was just scared and he's yeah. like I promised you everything would be okay I should not should have not promised have done you that. that. Yeah, and she was like, he was like, because if you had married me, you'd still be on tour making music. Mm-hmm. And so she tells him about the moment that she decided to leave the tour. Um, Chris was doing a cover of the the song Missing You, mm-hmm. and the lights went down and she saw every face in the dark singing along to the song. She just lost it on stage. She realized that nothing could ever fill the void. 
fill his void in her heart. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's not the life she could have had. Um, cause ever since she met him, her life has been better. Right. It was really sweet. And then they run off to the last place mm-hmm. that she wanted, that she Sit down for that night. Yes. And so that place was the, um, the roof. Yes. The trick. Um, and she was like, I had unrealistic expectations about tonight. Um, but she was like, I want to show you my prediction. That we, you know, me and Lucas mm-hmm. come here every year, we do these predictions. And she's like, I want to show you my prediction. She's like, I don't want to see it. She was like, just please for me. And he was like, sure, I'll see it. And then he was like, do you have a pen? She's like, I'm Tudor girl. Of course I do. I know. That was really cute. <laughs> and so then he writes down his own prediction on right. the sheet. The same sheet. Uh-huh. But did he really look at hers? No. He really didn't. I don't didn't. think so. Didn't. I don't think he cared to. But he uh, wrote his down, and he's like, well... Which I'll, I assume is Yeah, right. he'll have to trust her not to look, look at, look at, at it. What's the stop, man? Trust me not to look at it. Mm-hmm. And so then um, they decided to end the night, and he's like, don't be weird about the beach. Yeah. And he gives her a purple flower. I know. Where the hell did he get that from? I don't know. I don't remember him getting a purple flower. Oh, anyway. no. He just had one. It was freshly but, picked. But it was romantic. It's like the roots are still there. It takes time. Yeah. Don't say I never, never gave, gave you anything. nothing. I was like, oh, my <laughs> gosh. And then she just, like, hugged him. And he just hugs uh, her back. And I was like, y'all just did it start raining? I thought it started raining. It, it should have started raining on them. <laughs> no, they were just holding hands afterwards. Mm. So nice. So good. So <gasps> good. So let's talk about Rachel and Brooke, I guess. I mean, Rachel, Rachel and Lucas. Lucas. Yeah, Lucas. Mm, Lucas. Okay. Um, so Lucas is all like, I can't believe Brooke is doing this. And right. She's going with Chris Keller. And Rachel's like, what is the deal with Brooke? Like, what? I don't understand. It's like Brooke, he's like, Brooke isn't ready to commit. Yeah. yeah, and I was like, "Why is he even telling her this?" But she's the one. Yeah, he's like, "She's the one." He's like, "Why?" She's like, "I just feel it." Like you felt it with Peyton. <laughs> yeah, when she was the one, when you wanted right. everything with her. Right, everything. When he literally said, "I want everything with you." Right. I've wanted this for so long. It's like, how did that just disappear? I don't. I thought that was like super epic. And yeah. Like, Whoa. It was. He's like, he literally just. I've wanted this for so long. Not just this, but. Yes. Now we can have it. Now we can have it. Um, so, so they decide to drink per shot, Miss Maid. Um, yeah. So he makes the shot. You know, she has to drink. She's like, yeah. this is a bad idea. Yeah. Like, duh. He's going to make every single shot. He's a basketball player. Exactly. Um, so then um, she's like, well, how about we play strip basketball? I was like, oh, yeah, this is great. Mm. And so then Lucas is like, you know, I always thought if I met the devil, she'd be red or she'd be hot and holding a basketball yeah she's like, i was like okay <laughs> all right all right lucas and so she's like take off your shirt and he's like no and she's like look you sissy virgin boy i'm not gonna touch you take off your shirt good grief lucas <laughs> and he's not a virgin but he doesn't no. act like one yeah, he um and she was just like i want you to call on destiny and she like blindfolds him and she was just mm-hmm. like if you can make the shot it means that brooke is the one like, who are you to say you know, what this means? And it's just like, follow my voice. And then he makes the shot. He does. And she tells him he makes the shot because mm-hmm. he didn't know. She could have lied. Yeah, like, she he, could have. She's like, you made like, it. And we were talking about it. Did, he act, did she actually? Yeah. Well, he we saw the ball go in. Right. right. But you didn't really see who. Was there another ball there? No. Idea. She wouldn't have made that shot. <laughs> <laughs> and so then when he takes off the blindfold, she's got her top off. Like, brought everything. <laughs> just... I don't think she ever had one because all she had on was like a zip 
my jacket thing. Okay, she may or may not have had a bra on in the first she's place. She's like, make it, take it. And she throws the ball at him, so she's just bare-breasted. Yeah. And Lucas like, is okay. such a gentleman. He's not a high school boy at all. And he's just like, put your shirt back on. And he, like, covers her up. Yeah. She was like, well, this he's is like, third really? guy this week or something. Yeah, she's like, you're like, a th- she's like, this is the third time that you've done this. And she was like, you're going to give me a complex. No. It's like, if we don't give it up, you pressure us. And if we do get up, give it up, we have, like, a, yeah. you know, a, a complex. complex or we're sluts. Yeah. And she was just like, you know, so. there was a name for you at my last school. And it was gay. It was gay. Um, was like, oh, and she's like, she don't understand. She's like, I don't understand why every decent guy in this town is hung up on somebody else. Mm-hmm. Dork said, one tree hill. He's like, not a sheep, a girl. Oh, it's like, come on. Yeah. I know, I know it's high school, though. It like, is. It's just annoying. Oh, it is. Because um, we're past that point. We are. And so then they're at Brooke's house later. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she's just like, do you believe, uh, do you believe the shot? And she's like, well, she's like, you really believe that shot? Because, like, I made the shot, right? So she's the one. And she was like, how you know Peyton's not the one? Didn't, right. didn't you have a thing with her? Mm-hmm. She's like, maybe you haven't met the one. And since she does make the point, we are still in high school. Yeah. She yeah. has she's the most logical person at this point. <laughs> true. <laughs> she is. I hate to say that, but it's true. Like, she really is. Yeah. Because everybody needs that advice right now. Like Nathan Haley, you may not work out. You're still in high school. Mm-hmm. You haven't branched Even though out. We want them. We're rooting for them. We're rooting for them. Well, yeah, if it doesn't work out, you know, I think we could be prepared for that because it is just high school. Yeah. Um, and she was just like, maybe you haven't met the one. He's like, I have. And she's in that apartment. Oh. All right, Lucas. Lucas. So then he uh, just walks in the apartment. And he, I was like, you just magically yeah. walk in? Or does she leave her door unlocked? I don't know if her door unlocked. Oh. So stupid. So he goes into Brooke's bedroom. And he's and like, hey, pretty girl. Then I was like, and she just turned up. And I was like, oh, my gosh. This is so cute. And then <laughs> somebody pops up right next to her. And he's got this ugly ass smirk on his face. Like, ugh. <laughs> like that. Just that look. So like, Brooke has girl. slept with Chris Keller. I hope We not. think. I hope not. Just because he's in bed with her. Naked? We don't know if he's all she naked. She did not have on a bra. Because you can see her back. Her full back. Well, it doesn't mean she... <laughs> doesn't have on panties. She should have gotten in bed because she's drunk. And Chris, you know, before Chris got out of the bathroom, and Chris just hopped right in there with her. So you're, you guys are in the firm hope they didn't sleep together. Can't. Exactly. I'm definitely hoping that but they did. But just by the look on her face, it's like... And what if they did sleep together? I asked Jimmy, did, does he think that Lucas should forgive her? You asked for that? Yeah, he said no. Absolutely. I mean, I don't think so, but no, I, I, don't I don't think so. But they're not exclusive. And? But they're already at the point where I have feelings for you. They and like, and it's like really getting to that and he's confessed to her that you're the one she's just yeah. recently come back to him saying hey i'm sorry you know playing this stupid ass game i really want to be with you or whatever and she hates chris so i'm saying she has i mean she needs to go to hell because i'm just saying you've done all of this and put this boy through all of this that's a lot of stuff even yeah. though you should not have just walked in on her well then then he would have never known because she probably would have lied about it Again, if now. something actually happened, I mean, you don't, at this not, point. you don't, you know. I'm really, be really disappointed if something did happen. I'd be really disappointed in Bert. I'm gonna be pissed. So, um, skills and Bevin. Oh please, sure, let's, let's, let's just do that. Skills so shows up at Bevin's house, and her parents are out of town. Right. She's like, yeah. we can watch a, a movie and on the couch, you know, and, and have drinks, yeah. and she wants to watch the Notebook. Sure, yeah. 
It's like, whatever you say, Devin. Devin. He was like, I watch you, and you watch The Notebook. Oh. Okay, first off, if you call me by the wrong name in my house, it's time for you to go. Yeah. Well, she obviously doesn't stupid. care. She's stupid. I mean, and it is pretty close. real name. So. But yeah, she goes, Devin, he's like, yeah, that too. <laughs> that too? What? I was like, man. This is so stupid. So then, you know, can't stop watching you. And Bevan, you know, kisses him. And, like, there's going to be more if you watch the movie. Yeah. And then he ends up getting really into the movie. He does. And she's, like, trying to make out with him. And he's like, he's like, he's building, he's like, he's building that house. And he doesn't know if she's coming back. Yeah. And then later on, he's just got so many emotions. Because that movie will give you all the way I've never seen it all the way through. Oh, I, I love know. that movie. I saw it once, and I vowed to never see it again. Why? Ever. Because it upset me. Yeah. Why? Why? I was like, upset? I can't watch this again. I was like bawling. Uh-huh. I was bawling. But why did like, you really crying you? bad. I don't know. It was just the story. See, oh, I, I can't oh. even really remember because it's been so long. Damn. And I don't want to remember. Oh, I'm sorry. She had Alzheimer's at the end, right? Uh-huh. And he would go to her every day and tell her the story of their yeah. love. <gasps> That's why I was so upset. Thanks for reminding me of why, how, like how sad that movie was. Well, I just was. want to point out the reason why. It's, it yeah, well, it's like the notebook is mentioned a few times in this episode. Oh. Bevan and Skills watch it. Mouse grandfather, which we'll talk about, has oh, Alzheimer's, yeah. which is the same illness Loma has in the film. And Paul Johansson, Dan Scott, also plays a small role in the film The Notebook. He was the woman's mother's ex-boyfriend from when she was a young lady. The one in the construction? I guess so. Oh my what? goodness! I guess that was him. That's him. When they go to the construction yeah, site and she's like showing, like I would have, you know, been with this yeah, guy. Because she loved him. Yeah. She was in love with him, but she wasn't. She wanted. She married for money. Right. Pretty much for a better life. That that would have had to have been Dan. Had to be. They kind of show him a little different distance, and uh, he's like yeah. a lumberjack. He's doing some labor. And didn't he like stop and take a lunch or something? I don't know. I've never. I see. I remember that part really well for some odd reason. Because <laughs> it was crucial. Like that was right. A it was. Moment. Oh my god. Because she was showing her daughter, just like you know, if you go back to him, this is you know. Yeah, uh, like that had to have been damn. Had to have been. That's so weird. I kind of want to watch it again part. now, but he did know. not speak. Right, exactly. Oh my gosh, I'm gonna have to go back and watch it. There's a picture of him. I don't know if that. Yeah, that's it. That's him. That damn Scott. That damn Scott. <laughs> wow, he was even chunky. Uh, I still don't know if I'm gonna watch that movie ever again. <laughs> It affected wow. me. Like it, like it, it made me cry. So, oh my god! I was just beside myself. I've never had a movie do that to me. I am, but that was but. just. It was. It's a good movie. It's a damn good movie. So I can understand all of that. And then the ending. Oh my gosh! When they died together. They died together. They died together. See, I don't even they remember. Did. I must. Have, I think I blocked all of that out. They did. Yeah, they did. Which was the cutest thing. I mean, of course, everybody else, everyone just wants to die with your spouse and blah, 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 blah. All right, moving on. Okay, um, so Skills is going through all these emotions yes, that we went through. <laughs> and so and she's Skills like, was like, isn't that Dan Scott in that movie? <laughs> That's exactly what he did. He's like, man, that guy sure looks a lot like Lucas Scott, Lucas Father. And so he doesn't want to make out. He's just like, well, he's, she's like, can we go? He's like, do you want to go? She's like, I can take you home, or we can go upstairs. He's like, well, can we just cuddle first? I know. It's like, Skills, why are you really asking to cuddle after you see a movie? And then Skills goes back to the river court, 
and Fergie and Junk are there, and he's like, hey, y'all ever see The Notebook? Y'all ever see Notebook? She notebooked you? And I started laughing. It's like, she notebooked him. And then uh, Bevan admits to notebooking him. I don't even know what that means. What does that mean? What was the point of that? I guess just to get his emotional. Yeah, side. I don't know. I guess because it is an, it is a very. You think movie, Paul Johansson picked the Notebook just because he was in it? Well, I don't know if he, he probably did. Well, I don't know. I don't know if he had that kind of control. I don't know. But I'm Isn't sure that's that probably. I'm sure it's, well, it was written by Mark Schwann, the creator, so I'm pretty sure that's probably why yeah. he chose to write that in there. Okay. And it just happened to be the episode that Dan was uh, directing, so that's probably hilarious. not a coincidence. <laughs> he probably gave him that episode. Um, so I guess we can. Is it just Karen and Deb? Or, oh, and Karen then Mouth and, and, and Mouth Pain. But let's talk about Karen and Deb. Let's see that. That's funny. <laughs> um, so. So Deb, what did she come into the cafe? Yeah. Dan put up another billboard. campaign billboard. And she was like, let's spray paint it. Yeah, you mm-hmm. know what it looks like. Do you know how he's, how ridiculous he looks with a mustache? Okay. It was across the pond. It was uh, across the river. I don't it was know. over. I guess it's outside of town. town. Uh, yeah, it's it right. Over. Yeah. But she was like, "Cause across the pond or something like that." She said. But they talk about being in traffic, stuck in traffic, and seeing his face every day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because then I write down "sexy spy ladies" because they're like in all black and got yeah. their hair pulled back. And Karen actually looks right. Good. She, she does look good. She, really she did. Well, yeah. Karen, you know, is having second thoughts. She's like, being responsible is who I am. But she's like, I've been wanting to do this, you know, looking at his fat face. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so they get out there and they're spray painting. Yeah. Um, and they're so giddy. But they they are. Scott is an ass. Yes. And then, the, and then she's drawing the mustache like a pigeon or something. Flies out. And Karen, like, busts her ass on the damn billboard. And knocks up for the line. Yes. She would have fell off the billboard. Yeah. I just, she I'm would just... kill herself. <laughs> so, bye-bye ladder. I mean, it's, with it, it's not within reach, but it's, it's there. It it's looks not. like it's in it reach, does. but it's it just the angle of the camera. Yeah. So they're just like, what are we going to do? Um, so they're stuck. And so she's like, you know what? She was just like, uh, he's probably going to ground me, but I'll call Lucas. But both of their phones are in the car. Like, bad decision. Bad, um, bad. So, the, and the, the roads are conveniently closed, so they can't. Because Jeff starts yelling. Like, hey! yeah, no. like, no, Y'all don't want to get caught up on the billboard. Defacing the billboard. That's, uh, that's she's like, probably a crime. <laughs> she's like, Deb's like, it's all my fault. And then uh, Ken's like, no, it's my fault. I shouldn't have agreed. She's like, She's like, no, it's, she tries to take it, say it's not her fault, but then Deb's like, no, it really is my fault because I agreed to stick by Dan because I was afraid to be alone, you know? And, I, and Karen's like, you're independent. And she was like, you're you. not alone, yeah. 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 Like, then Deb has an idea, which is to take off their, their clothes. Yep. I know, she actually laughed first. I can't. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah she was just like, she's like, take, take off your shirt. She's like, give me your clothes. And then Karen's like, huh? Huh? <laughs> like, what? Why do you need my clothes? Like, again, she had some of the best facial expressions she She just wanted some juice. So, oh, the juice. So, uh, Deb has made a rope of their clothes, but she right. needs more clothes. Mm-hmm. Um, so then she's like, I need your top. And so then Karen's like, no, you have already got right. <laughs> She's like, and she's like, I made myself a promise to never be naked in front of this man. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Like, oh. uh, she's like, well, then we'll so, just be stuck up here. Well, Deb, you know, then she starts taking Cameron her pants, pants off. And she's got some sexy black thong thing going on. And Karen's she's like, like, whoa, 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 whoa hold up. So Karen like takes her bra, off. takes her bra, off. and, and then it's like, oh, that's cute. Nice. She's like, did I tell you that was a fail? It's, it's like, like way smaller than what you can wear, Deb. <laughs> but it's 
<laughs> that's my damn time. Oh, this. It's like when you look at something, you're like, oh, that's cute, but it can, it's not really like. It can, oh, that's cute. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's funny. And she's like, the cat's like, what's that? She's like, just do it. And so they actually get the ladder. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Cam's like, we can't do this. We can't leave it like this. And they go back and they peel it off. But it actually ends up having the billboard be Dan Scott for erectile dysfunction. Was that was what underneath? Yeah, that was the, that was underneath it. So now it looks more like a silly prank and not like you're actually saying like bad things about yeah. the person. So it kind of worked out. Yeah, she kind of got what she wanted. But the mustache stayed, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and they can't prove that it was Finn, but you know Dan's going to be like, this was my wife. <laughs> well, he's going to be like, this was He's going to have something for her, too. Watch. Oh, yeah. Another something mm-hmm. big this time. Uh, so then Mouth and Peyton go to see this man named Mel. They do. Um, Mel. And Mouth goes to see Mel once a week. Right. And Mel's like really charmed to see Peyton. And he keeps calling Mouth Joe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, he's like, did I tell you I used to race cars? I was a fireball. Because I was fast with the ladies. Mm-hmm. Like, who is the actor that plays Mel? He looks so familiar. He, is, he plays in so much more. Really? I don't think I've he seen does. him. He does. And I was like, I've seen his face. I've definitely seen his face. I just couldn't, mm-hmm. couldn't think of where I, where I knew him from. So Peyton's like amused, and she's like, "We should spring them." Yeah, I'm Mouth's like, like, "I don't um, know. We probably could, shouldn't. Probably not. That could do some harm." And she's yeah. like, "You know, let's oh, he's see dead. It. He's dead. I mean, he was actor. old. And, yeah. and, you know, oh well. Okay. Yeah. Oh, he was in Happy Days. Was he? Yeah. Maybe that's Dang. where I knew him from. What else was he in? Mm-hmm. And he was a main character in Happy Days. He was in Yours, Mine, and Ours. Santa Buddy's Wicked Stepmother with Bette Davis, Charlie and Me, the Debbie Reynolds Show. Hmm. Wow, going way back. Yeah, Dean was on the Dean Martin Show. Wow, for that, a while. okay, yeah. He was yeah, he's old. definitely old. But I'm like, I'm trying to figure out what I would have seen him in. <laughs> yeah. Continue, continue. Um, so Peyton and Mouth are um gonna go to play uh, oh, play go kart track. Dark, and I was like, it kind of late. It was dark. Be, it was yeah. late. I kind of feel like. You know, they broke in or something. Yeah, I'm like, something was kind of off. Because there's nobody else there. No one. And I mean, it's like, okay, is someone really just operating this? I don't know. But well, they all. Mel's enjoying it. He was. He was definitely enjoying it. They all went out. Penguins um, going woo, and Mel seems to be enjoying himself. <laughs> <laughs> what? She did that big woo. Woot. So. And then Peyton tells Mouth that he's a really good guy and one day that he'll have it all. And he's like, I yeah, think I'm going to run for senator. Senator Mel. Yeah. He's like, I kind of got the idea from Brooke. Mm-hmm. She's like, well, this is a, a night that you know Mel won't forget for a while. And he's like, actually, he will. He will. He won't remember this night. He has Alzheimer's. Mm-hmm. He doesn't even remember the fact that he was married 50 years. Mm-hmm. Everything has slipped away. So he's like, let's take him back. So uh, they uh, they go back. They do. Yeah. And where are we um, now? Uh, he kind of forgets his helmet in the car. Right. And so she gives it to him, and he was just like, did I tell you that I race cars? Yeah, and he asked her name yeah. again. Yeah. It's like he just didn't remember anything. And yeah, so Mouth so. takes him to his little, little place, and he's like, what's your... Wait, no. Oh, that's just what happened with Peyton. Like, um, 
Uh, well, he tells him that, and then it, Mel walks in, and he says, Joe. Right. And then Peyton says he deserves better, and that's what Mouth reveals that it's his grandfather. Right, right. he doesn't even remember him. Mm-hmm. And, and that he, his dad. That's Joe. Yeah, Joe, but they had a falling out, and his dad doesn't come to see him. So Mouth does come to see him every week. Mm-hmm. And so then Mel apologizes to Joe, you know, in the room. It's like, I know I wasn't the best father, but one day you have a boy of your own, and don't make the same mistakes I did. Um, he's like, tell him, make sure your son is a good man. Mm-hmm. I was like, so there's actually and some they, death to Mel. Yeah, they tell each other to love each other. I was like, oh, but what kind of... Fucked up son does falling, not... How do you have a falling out? It's not... It sounds bad, but it's not like he's going to remember it anyways. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, how... I mean, but really, I mean, how I mean, do you not true. go see your dad yeah, who you has know, Alzheimer's? People, people do some crazy, crazy stupid things. I'm just like, your dad... What Mouse says holds a lot of weight towards the end, you know, where Peyton's like, what's the point of coming back if he won't remember? And he's like, because I will. Right. And he was like, and nobody should die alone. Mm-hmm. And then Peyton talks about Eileen, how she sent her away. And, um, you know, she was just like, she can't imagine. She's like, well, he's the good thing for Mel is that he won't have to live with any of his regrets. Mm-hmm. And so the Mouse is right. like, well, give me a regret as long as I can keep the good memories. Mm-hmm. Which like, I definitely agree with that. He's like, we yeah. all have regrets. Some of us still have time to erase them. And again, I'm. It goes back to that where I'm just like, his dad is gonna have regret because you know you're not gonna have oh, yeah. any of these memories of him in his in his life. I mean, that's your father. You know what I mean? At the end of the day, that's your father, and it, he can't remember what happened, but he remembers you at least. Right. You know what I mean? And I, I just it's, I don't understand it's that really at messed all. Up. That just blows my mind. So of course, this is what sets Peyton on the. Uh, I don't even know. Is that the end with them? That's really the end with them. I was going to say, because that was was actually, that was it. That was it. Yeah. So, but I agree. He he said something else to her that she had time. I was like, she said you still have some of the stuff time to erase. Right. To erase our regrets. Because his grandpa doesn't have much time left. No. Yeah, he was like, I was going to die. And I'm just like, that's really sad. And I was thinking about Jeanette's reality check. Oh, my God. What about my reality check? Well, I was like, she's going to draw on this for her reality check. I didn't think of that. Uh, I mean, I really, I wasn't going to, oh. but as a figure we talked about, I was like, that's wrong. It's, it is wrong. I couldn't imagine if, if, if that was my mother, no matter how upset or whatever kind of falling out we had once. It, mm-hmm. If Mouse has been going here every week, you think his dad would have to know, you know what I mean? Somebody's yeah. paying the bill, yeah. right? So for him to be there. I mean, you know, he's here, you know, that Mouth is seeing him and you mm-hmm. still can't put aside whatever is wrong right. between you to go see your father in the dying days. I just don't know. I don't know what can be that harmful. It doesn't seem like you would have done something well, that harmful. I was going to say, because you, you, you never know. And then you mix a bad situation with someone that's extremely stubborn, and and then you add a couple of weeks of distance, and then a couple of months, and then the next thing you know that there's years. I mean, it's very much so possible. Yeah. Well, my mom won't speak to her dad. You know, and I'm sure. Ever since, like, you know, she was a child or teenager, you know. But she's had nothing to do with him. He's like in his 90s. He's going, I think maybe his wife now has gone blind. But he's like on up there. He doesn't have much time left. But she wants nothing to do with him. Do you speak to him at all? We weren't raised knowing him because he lived somewhere else. And so, uh, no. I did see him at my cousin's wedding, but I did not speak with him because my mom did not want me to. And I didn't care to. And, and, see, and that's what I mean. I'm like, it's, it's, there's always, not I want to say exceptions, but there's always reasons for that. And I'm like, and even yeah. you and your grandmother. I mean, not, well, 
That's she could care less if he was on his deathbed. You, you know, know, she thought. Shh, it's whatever. certain things that you But that wasn't in my control. It is now, though. With my dad's mom? Yeah, I will. Okay, She's sorry. passed. I'm sorry. My bad, mama. My dad's but, dad? No, that was your aunt. That was, who was the aunt? What are you talking about? Who was the aunt that liked Samantha? Monica? Monica. Okay. So, but I'm just like, you know, it's, and he, but anyway, I'm thinking, I know with me, like, I definitely didn't talk to my dad. We couldn't stand each other. And then <laughs> he was diagnosed with cancer. We started to talk a little bit more. And I'm like, and now we're building a routine, so to speak. So, guess what mm-hmm. Fit. So we're building uh, a routine to kind of, I don't know. you know, build Ma- a I don't know if we're ever going to find out that reason. But, uh, you know, just looking at it, it's like, how could you? But. I guess people have their reasons. And it's crazy. It is sad. It's definitely sad. Why are you looking at me? No, I was just listening. Oh, yeah. It's it's, it's, it's sad. I don't know. But I can definitely see it. My brother's girlfriend's mom has Alzheimer's, and she's in, like, a center, and I know she goes to see her. So I can't imagine. Yeah, it's just just the pain of seeing your parent like that and... Forgetting who you are. Yeah, she has no idea who she is, and Mm -hmm. I don't know. It's got to be, like, horrible. It's like the notebook. Well, oh, oh, God. God. While we're actually on this, this, I'm probably most related to him in this episode because my grandmother had early Alzheimer's, and um, it was just one of those things that I don't know. My, I guess I grew up a little bit differently, and I wanted every single memory that I had, every single one, and with my grandmother. I mean, and I don't know. I wouldn't trade any of that, and I could never see me not being with her not you know what I mean mm-hmm. and so when she finally passed away it I was okay so to speak you know I, I feel like I had my closure and I had all those memories and there was no mm-hmm. absolutely no regret in that so I could totally relate to him on that totally. we're going relatable characters right now yeah. sure I just put Lucas why because that... it's kind of a stretch but you know how he thinks you know he <laughs> has one yeah. and all er- like everyone you're dating high school, maybe it could be like the one. The one. And, the you know. So that's like, <laughs> yeah. Exactly. And I would say Lucas as well, simply for that same reason, because I remember being so hung up on somebody, thinking they were the one, and yeah. thinking, oh, well, you know, if this happens, it's a sign. You know what I mean? Like, uh-huh. I literally, I, I, mean, I probably can tell you the specific thing I did, but I could, I could tell you there's probably a couple times where I was like, if I do this, that means that she's the one. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And yeah. so I could definitely kind of. It's relate a sign. To that. Yeah, it's, it's a, a sign. sign. Um, favorite character? I just put Nathan because he's such an adult to me. I put Nathan too. Well. Yeah. Which is really weird because he was the most childish one at the beginning. Yeah, the but not this episode. I'm saying at the beginning of this the show. Oh yeah. Yeah. But I'm I'm and I can actually understand him just kind of going back and forth and dealing like you want so bad to hate this person, but you so love them, mm-hmm. and it's not something you can get rid of. It's I'm starting to call her Hales again. He did it. Didn't he do that in this, was it this episode or last one? I don't know. I, he called I, her I know Chris whatever. Keller called her Hales. Don't freak out about the beach. <sighs> Sexy but times on the roof. I gave this an eight. Okay. I gave it an eight as well. I gave it an eight. Oh, Woo! look at that. All the same page. All righty. All righty. Um, so, um, let's see what I got. <clears throat> oh, I already mentioned the notebook. Right. Corey. Um, as far as music, uh, we had like lifting the veil from the braille, 
by the disassociatives, let it fall by boss house, good as gold, by bleach, your house, by the New Amsterdam's and tender feeder. The episode's title originated from the song Champagne from a Real Friends, Real Pain from a Sham Friends, originally sung by Fall Out Boy. Really? Yes. I missed that one. I don't really, I don't even remember what album that might have been on the first album. Maybe it was on one I did not have. Because yes. I think I just have one album. And then I was like, oh, I don't really care. I don't know anymore. what albums. I listen to them on Spotify, but I don't know which <laughs> albums by them I have. Um, so do you want to do your reality check with sure, Jeanette? Sure. Let's we talk about what we'll see next week. Okay. Um, few things. This whole Brooke and Lucas thing. Brooke really should have just been up front with him and not played games. I think that's a really bad, stupid thing to do because yes. you're not guaranteed to win. I guarantee oh, that I wow. played, yes. I was like, I know I played I games like in the past. Well, thank you. And I did not win. Not that, I mean, I wasn't supposed to win because it wouldn't have got me here today, but mm-hmm. I played games. Oh. I played games, and oh. it took me a while. I remember having the last conversation with that person and telling them that I was playing games because I was trying to get what I wanted, and it, it just wasn't supposed to work that way. You know, so. One thing you can't play. I like that. You're going to make me quote that. Oh, okay. (laughs) Like, don't play games with your life or love because you're not guaranteed to win. Yeah. Well, you. Sure, you can have it. You have permission. You have permission. Wow. But one thing you can't play games with is your health. Oh, yeah. Lurkus. Stupid. Good old Lurkus. So, you know, your health. God, without your health, you know, you're not going to live. You know? <laughs> Nothing matters if you don't have your health, if you're not alive. Yeah, so, hmm. This is true. You won't be on this planet. <laughs> so, I know. And, yeah, just to reiterate, you, you, I think you can, it's possible to meet the one in high school. Because I know people out of, you know, their soulmates and, you know, we met in high school, got married. But I don't think you're ready for the one in high school. Yeah, okay. I think I like to refer back to Buffy. And talk about how (laughs) in high school, you're cookie dough. You are delicious and you're yummy, but you haven't yet formed the cookie that you're going to be. So you can still enjoy the cookie dough, but it's never going to be the full cookie until it has time to develop. And once it develops, the cookie is a cookie. And the cookie's still good to you, then great, mm-hmm. wonderful. It's your time to have the cookie. But once that cookie becomes a cookie and it doesn't taste the same as the dough, then, you know, maybe it just wasn't for you. So you need to wait and get yourself time. You know what I mean? Exactly. So, yep. Yeah. So, yeah, um. Okay. And last thing, um, defacing private property is a lose lose, everybody. Near the billboard. Oh, oh, duh. This is never a good duh. idea. It's like kicking over, you know, like your opponent's uh, signs and, you your know. Your opponent's port potty It's like that's just not the way. Yes. <laughs> anyway, these are adults here. Yeah, these are they're adults. We were in high school. Oh they are adults. Oh they were cookies. We were cookie down. I feel, like, I feel like both of you guys, when you're passing a port potty now, you're probably still tempted to just knock it over. No. No. Oh, Jeanette would never oh, because oh. her business is in construction and she would never want to have to deal with that. Not at all. Oh, and I'm certainly not hitting one with my Subaru. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and that shit was heavy to get knocked uh, over, too. We had to do multiple Didn't things. it, like, mess up the front of your car a little bit? A little bit. It did. But Who does this? Us, because we were One time knocked it over and put rocks in it, though. Yeah, well, that was two Ford That was, was two different Ford I don't think so. It wasn't Please. stinky. <laughs> There's no poop in there. <laughs> I don't think I like, emptied it. I think <laughs> 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 contrary to Hollywood, people don't poop in porta potties like we think they do. I do forget it. 
Anyway, that's that's all I have. All right. This is this is fun, guys. I enjoyed it. It was a lot of fun. I did too. And they would they perfectly went together, you know. Yeah. I'm glad we we did those two together. All right. So next time we'll cover episode eight, the worst day since yesterday, and then the mid season finale. Wow. How a resurrection really feels. How resurrection? How a resurrection a really resurrection. feels. Okay. So is that Jake coming back? <laughs> oh wow! That's the only resurrection I can see. Or Keith. Oh. Oh, I forgot about him. We hadn't seen him. Really? <laughs> we haven't asked who killed Dan or tried to kill Dan. Oh yeah, oh, we haven't. We, we have, haven't said anything about this last episode. I have. I just thought about that. We have forgotten about that because we're interested. <laughs> in that. Yeah. And now, so that's going to come back in our faces at once. That's part of the resurrection. Oh my it goodness, could it could be from the flames. Why is it that I want Wyatt to have tried to kill him? Even though I know that's not what happened, but I really. Why does he have nothing to lose? Yeah. He really does. It makes so much sense. I don't know. We'll find out. We'll find out. Oh, All right, till so, next time. Till next going off till Vegas. See you guys. Yes. How, y'all are gonna have fun. Yes, and then by the time you guys hear the next episode, Jeanette will have seen Stevie Nicks. Yes, twice. This is for the second time on the same tour. I've never done that with anybody. So this is the first for me. She's that good, y'all. All right. Anything I see her. All right. Till next time. Bye. 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 Thank you for listening to There's Only One Tree Hill Podcast That Matters. And, and it's this one. one. Please don't forget to send us your feedback and comments to There's Only OTH Pod at gmail.com. Also, don't forget to find us on Facebook by searching for There's Only One Tree Hill Podcast That Matters so you can stay up to date on all of the One Tree Hill news. Also, follow us on Twitter at OnlyOTHPod. All of our info, every one of our podcasts, and our link to our crowdfunding campaign where you can win prizes can be found at there's only oth.podbean.com. You can follow me, Winston Mize, on Twitter at CapesideRedemption and at SchoolerTV.com off the code WN where I review shows such as iZombie and Legends of Tomorrow. And you can follow my positivity journey on Facebook at Inspired by Jimmy L. Also, while you're downloading music from this episode on iTunes, please stop by and leave us a rating or or a review. As you know, ball may be life, but podcasting ain't cheap. We do this in our spare time for other super fans like us, and your ratings and reviews really help us out. So please don't be afraid to comment wherever you like on any platform. <laughs> you know what? We've said this uh, time and time again, and I bet nobody's probably even paying attention. You know what? That's true. People always leave <laughs> before the play. <laughs> well, you know what? The joke's on you because you both wasted your time reciting all this. Uh, until until next, next time. time. Bye. Bye. Bye.